to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. There you are. Thank you. How's everything? I'm here with Todd Rex. Hi. <laughs> Jake Ellenberger. I'm back. Ah, it's going to be a good show. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, I just got back from Chattanooga. I was, I was there for a week in Tennessee. and uh, You have more teeth than the whole state. Yes, this is. It was actually a uh, two teeth maximum in the uh, in the uh, crowd. No, they were a great crowd, man. Uh, it was like one of those things. I was there all week. I just relaxed. I got some sleep, and I just made th- these people. They were all dying. It was packed, and it was one of those things. Where I'm like, man, I just forget sometimes. You stay in LA, you forget how good those road crowds can be, oh, yeah. and. Uh, I was just—I was happy. Uh, I didn't get any tail. I—I—I I, I pulled an Ellenberger. I, I, I was about to say you know, the uh, old Jake Ellenberger uh, chastity well, I plan. Didn't, that didn't take long. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was—it uh, was a fun week. I was—I wrote some new jokes. So I was happy about that. Um, and uh, yeah, How, actually, was the crowd in Tennessee. What did you say? How was the crowd? The crowd was good. You know, uh, little, last time I was there, was there I had a girlfriend, and uh, okay. so that, that, and of that course, sixty-three year old chick. No, not the six. No, she died. <laughs> um, but <laughs> last time I was there, I had a girlfriend. I, I'm, I'm actually faithful. People think I'm not faithful. I, I am. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's faithful combined with being have a, you know self hatred and wanting <laughs> to torture myself. But I was faithful. Uh, but this time, of course, last time I was all these opportunities. So it was like you know when you when you sit when you're in a relationship. You know, right, people are throwing it at you. Yeah, and then of course you're single, and then it's, it's they all dry up. It's like there were vagina mirages, you know. <laughs> but then a, um, a virage, a virage. <laughs> it's like it's like vagina, 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 sand, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah. So then that was that. Uh, but the, the crowds itself were dying. It was it was good. I got a lot of people from MMA Roasted came. A lot of a lot really? of fans are now coming in. I mean, nice. not like. You know, That's it's still awesome. a niche sport where it's not like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thousands of fans, uh, you know, from MMA Roasted. But after every show, someone would come and be like, yo, man. Yeah, dude, thanks for making me laugh. And, and then the girlfriends usually rolling their eyes in the background. Like, oh, yeah. like thanks for ruining my boyfriend's life with your jokes, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But uh, that, it was great. It was it was really fun. It was uh, it's great. I, I had, a, had a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, actually, which is a weird feeling to be happy <laughs> really? as, as a comic. Normally it's like, uh, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. And uh, yeah, so that's that's that. And also, I, I may have big news next week as far as selling a TV show. I may have a fifty episode TV Dang. show deal. I'm knocking fifty on, episodes. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood because it hasn't happened yet. I don't want to jinx it, but I, I I've been working on this for, for nine years, and uh, that's wow. you know something something good may happen next week. So that's awesome, man. Ah, uh, but enough about me. We want to get to Todd Rex's week, but Jake Ellenberger uh, signed an eight fight. Woo! <laughs> UFC contract. <laughs> Tell us about this, dude. Eight fights. Yeah, That's awesome, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I went out to Vegas and, and met with Dana Lorenzo, and uh, you know, I have one fight left in my contract. Uh, but when I was when I'm scheduled to fight Tarek, and, and basically they wanted to you know sign a new deal before this fight, so you know we met with them. It, it was it went really well. Um, you know, they basically. It was very easy negotiating. It wasn't now, how like, does that work? So they they they, they call you in, mm-hmm. and they, you, you sit down in the office, right? That big Dana's office with the. the it was in Lorenzo's office. Yeah. It was Lorenzo's office. Yeah, they go, and, Jake, sit down. <laughs> We're really happy. Yeah, with it, was, you. it was my manager and I. You know, we, and we sit down, and, and we basically flew in for a few hours. It was like, you know, listen, we want to make a deal. What's it going to take? And and uh, it was it was way more easy and simple than I was. You know, I was expecting this whole like, ah, you know, the whole back and forth negotiating. It was like, no, you know, we want you to stay. We want you for, uh, you know, we like you. We think you're the future of the UFC. What's it going to take to to sign a deal today? And you know, we, we put some things down out, out on paper, and, and they and they agreed. And it was it was really? it was that, that easy. easy. It, was, it was like Carmax. It was that no easy. Haggling? Did your yeah. manager say, "Do you have any questions for Jake Ellenberger?" He did. Well, <laughs> by the by the way. <laughs> 
People keep asking after uh-huh. after the fights. They're like, I'm waiting for Rogan to ask the fighter. Do you have any questions for Jake Ellenberger? <laughs> <laughs> which which would be hilarious. I'm going to ask right. Joe that. <laughs> Wait, so okay, so you're sitting there now. Listen, now you fight an A fight contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to win every one of those fights, right? Or win most of them. You can't like okay to start going there, tapping three seconds ago. I got seven sure. more fights. Pick up a check. I mean, right? Yeah, you know, and that's the reality. You know, anytime you're in the UFC, um, nothing is a hundred percent secure. You know what I mean? You just got to know at the end of the day, you got to perform. Um, for me, in the contract too, there, there's stipulations for fighting for the title. Um, and then obviously if you win the title, then it basically throws that whole contract out the window and, and we're on it to a different one. So wow. we're renegotiating right away. So, you know, it, it was all, it was all good, all good things. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm stoked, you know, they agreed to, um, to the number we wanted and it was, it really was that easy. It was, I was surprised. I, it was, it was awesome seeing that picture. But by the way, somebody <laughs> photoshopped a picture of the contract and had Dana wrote virgin with, 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 with an arrow pointing to you. Dude, I thought that was real. I was so stoked. I was you like, thought that hey. was real? Dana listens to our show. <laughs> I yeah, know, and I, I talked to Dana about our show, and he was he was excited. He was he said it's hilarious. He um, listens to the show. He does. He's listened to our on. show before. I'm, I'm not joking. Really? I'm not joking. Yeah. Ask him next week. He's coming on next week. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Dana was supposed to be on this week. There was a scheduling uh, thing. I actually, I my apologies. Ellenberg was like, he's going to be on Tuesday. But I know Dana has has ADD, and and I was like, hey man, are you going to be on this Tuesday? I go, Dana, I'm looking forward to you being on this Tuesday on our show and he writes back i am question mark <laughs> and then within three seconds i got a call from his assistant he will be on next tuesday april 1st yeah. and if he's not it was an april fool's, april fool's joke. joke but uh <laughs> but hopefully he'll be on and you got a fox analyst job right uh in, in june what? in june we're gonna um you know it's it's not for sure but um i'm gonna do a, a spot in in june for ufc uh, 174 as an analyst in studio so that's I'm, amazing I'm really you're killing about it that, man. just don't get it to your head i don't want to see this no, whole, like no 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 you know you're next thing i know you're hosting bully pete down and <laughs> and, and, oh and like and in a in a church naked okay so i want to make sure that <laughs> that the, honestly jake i know like the, the chicks yeah. are going to start coming that you're going to lose your virginity and, and <laughs> i Honestly, I, I swear to God, when, when, you, when you told me this and you told me that, mm. the first thing I thought of was like, nervous. I did it. I, I, I actually called Todd Rex. I go, dude, I, I'm a little nervous with Jake. He's getting a lot of success. Yeah. I, I want him to stay grounded. You mm. know? Stay focused. Yeah. I mean, we're comedians. Sure, we, sure. We, can, we can smoke weed and, and, <laughs> and you know, how get laid and all That's that performance stuff. Performance enhancing. For yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you are a, you are a uh, racehorse. You, you, you're, yes. you know, you got to... No, I you know and at the end of the day for training you know and I always train before I come here too but for I'm I'm focused on 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 the fights uh you know this one in April so really that that's been easy for me to 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 stay focused stay grounded about that but uh you know and I've been training as far as uh media training and broadcasting training for the last probably about a year and a half working with a guy um Arthur Joseph so he trains all the NFL analysts AJ. yeah I have no idea who that is AJ I, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I swear Jake because I, I honestly, this was like in my head. This is like, maybe this is my OCD. And then, but then I'm like, you know what? Jake needs to have a life. You know, he needs to. And then I'm like, it's like you're like my son. I'm like, I'm like, like, he's like a father. He's, I was he, like, he, he was talking to me. He's like, but he deserves a life. You know, he shouldn't be able to go out and have fun. He earned it. And but, then I'm but, like, but I don't want him to. I don't want him to get too. I don't want him to get too popular. I'm like, I don't want to say something to him because then he's not going to tell me with like the things he Come does. On, man. Uh, yeah, I swear. So, uh, nah. but congrats, congratulations, thank you, thank man. You, I'm, thank ha- you. I'm happy job, for you. It couldn't happen to a better guy. Honestly, nah, I appreciate it. And, uh, Unless it happened to me. Though. Unless it happened to Todd Rex. <laughs> and Todd Rex, I know that we go to you last sometimes, and so it's not because you're black. Okay, but I'm I want to know. The back of this uh, interview bus. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's just that I start the show, and then we go to the fighter, and then you. But next week, good. we're going to start with you first. Is that, nice. that, that It's that, actually that, usually him and then me. 
So well, he's 60, so I figure it takes some time to... Hey, man, 59. Yeah. How old are you? 43? 42. 42. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And you're making fun of me dating the 42-year-old, and you went to high school with her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We know you didn't go to high school. I didn't right, go to high okay. school. So, so how was your week? Oh, it was great, man. I did a whole bunch of shows. I uh, did five shows in uh, Goleta, Santa Barbara, and uh, Ventura, and, um, and then yesterday... Uh, I told you that uh, I I got picked up on a reality show and they filmed the uh, the pilot yesterday at our house. Nice, so, so that was really cool. yeah. So That's that was awesome. Cool. My wife. What's it I, called? Uh, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to. You know, you're do, not allowed to. Yeah, well, I mean, they haven't told me I'm not allowed to, but I don't want to be the guy that gets the call like, "Well, you were the greatest one on there, but since you opened your big fat mouth, you're not was it about the time that you and uh, Cormier almost fought John Jones? Is that, <laughs> is that, no. You heard about that story, right? Uh, I don't. I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Well, well don't bring it back up again. <laughs> Three years ago at the MMA Awards, uh, well, him, and, him and Daniel Cormier were there, and yeah. Cormier got in John Jones's face for not knowing who he was as a wrestler, and they almost got into a fight, and it was this whole thing, and uh, T-Rex was there. Did John say something like, like he, he acted like he didn't know who he was in the well, wrestling well, world? That happened before, so there was a backstory, which I didn't know until after uh, he almost blew up, and then okay. Daniel told me the backstory, but basically I was there. At the awards, and I sat next to John Jones in the front row for the awards, and we talked. And he was cool as hell, and I was like, "Okay, I like this guy." And then afterwards, um, I told my wife that I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm here," and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And she said that uh, a guy named Lou DeBona had called her, you know, because of trauma, saying that he was going to be leaving Form and there was a sponsorship opportunity, and maybe that trauma would be interested. So I, and I wanted to talk to him because T Rex, to the listeners know, he owned Trauma. Mm-hmm. He was one of the partners in the Trauma Apparel. He was sponsoring people. They had okay. the Korean Zombie and this one and that one, and, mm-hmm. and Daniel at the time too. And so uh, I go to I go to John in the lobby after the awards, and I walked up to him. And he was like, "What's up, man?" And I just asked him if he wanted to be part of the Trauma brand, and he was like, well, "Don't you guys uh, don't you guys sponsor Daniel Cormier?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I don't want to f with any company that f's with him." And I was like, wow. Hmm. And Daniel obviously okay. knew that he said something because Daniel's on the phone a few feet away. And he said, what did he say? And I tried to like diffuse the diffuse. whole situation. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, nothing. It's not important. And he was like, come on, man. If someone talks smack about you, I'll tell you. And so yeah. I told him. And then he walked over. and Got in John got, Jones' got face. Had a few face. words. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell him because I also didn't want to have that happen. And then John would be like, you little punk. So, you going to open your mouth so, and start some smack? So <laughs> the first time ever... T-Rex is, is sitting in as like my new co-host. Mm-hmm. He tells the story, right, about what happened. With, the next day, every MMA <laughs> publication the start, picked up the story everywhere. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's like, me look like a dick. Yeah, people got, <laughs> oh, it man. did. People were like, who the, oh yeah, I'm sure John Jones is going to choose between Nike and trauma. And people just started saying oh, all this sh- stuff about it, right? So it became this whole thing. So then we wanted to have Cormier on the show to tell his version. Yeah. And he was like, I will not deny nor confirm that. So he so kind of like, I will not confirm nor deny. Okay. And then he said, so you didn't almost get in a fight with him in a parking lot? And Daniel said, no, it was in valet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, there so you that, go. And so it became this whole this fight thing. has to happen by the way oh, it's going to it's going to happen i know i am just not sure when well phil davis wait. recently said that john jones is playing matchmaker and that he why does he get to choose his opponents you know mm-hmm. which he actually might have a valid point i mean joe it does seem that jones i mean so it has to be i guess that you know right now it's going to be jones has to be glover which is not no easy task yeah, for anybody task yeah. for i mean anybody, right. have you ever trained with glover i haven't no but he, I mean, he hasn't lost since, what, like, like, like five years or something or some kind of ridiculous number. So he has to beat Glover. But mm-hmm. let's, and then uh, now they're saying that Cormier is going to fight 
uh, I don't, uh, who is it? I Anthony mean, Johnson, no, is it? It's no, is it? It's good. It's Gustafson versus who? Gus Gustafson's fighting hmm. Cormier, and then Johnson's fighting Phil Davis. I mean, the whole thing, and then the winners. I, I don't even know what the thing is, but it does. It does seem that Cormier See, it might be like three fights out. Might, might be three fights out, but it does seem that Cormier should be. I think personally is going to be the one to beat John Jones. I'm calling it now. I said Chris Weidman's going to be the champion. I know you said what after he beat Silva, but I'm calling it that he's going to win. So speaking of which, uh, by the way, last week on the Chael interview. A lot of people were emailing me saying, dude, why were you so rude to Chael? You sounded obnoxious. You, inter- you interrupted him when he, he, he told the story. Okay, here's what happened. The phone call was dropped at least seven times. Yeah, like ten, I was going to say ten times. Ten times during the interview. Like literally ten times. Every time, which was frustrating for me because when you get a guy like Chael on the, on the show, I, I want it to be really good. There's a certain expectation of like, oh, Chael's coming on. Oh, my God. It has to be good. What's going to happen? So I'm a perfectionist, and I also I put a lot of pressure on myself. I want it to be good. That's one of the things I want. So when the phone keeps dropping, when he's getting momentum, ugh, it's like – it gets frustrating. Not to mention, uh, he was also apologizing when he would call back. When we would call him back, he'd be like, "I'm sorry, guys. I'm in a bad area." And then the way that it was edited, I don't know. The way we edited it, it seemed like Chael told this really uh, poignant story about what he learned in Brazil, and then I come in and go, "All right, so next, uh, you know." I did not interview. I did not interrupt him like that. That's not what happened. It was the way that it was edited. Trust me on this one. I uh, I have nothing to respect for Chael. I love Chael. I talked to him afterwards, and uh, you know, hope, hope, you know, he said he wants to come back on. He, he's a, he's a buddy of mine. So if anybody thinks that I was being rude to Chael, it was not. It was just frustrated. Maybe I let that get to mm-hmm. me because it kept the phone kept dropping. We got to get him in studio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure he will. Yeah, I was talking to him after the interview too, and he was like, "Oh, it was great, man. You guys are you guys are funny." He, he was a big fan of you. He had some uh, good things to say about you, Adam. I like Chael. Good, thank you. I like he's a he's a good dude. I mean, he's he's funny, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to him and Vander uh, Vanderlei Vander. I, I'm, I'm, I think uh, I, I think I think I think Chael wins that fight. I do. I think, mm. but it's one of those things that Vanderlei is the kind of guy that if you don't submit him, which he's very hard to submit, mm-hmm. he's dangerous at all times. <laughs> I've asked Brian Stan about that. I mean, he the guy has ridiculous power in his mm-hmm. hands. And uh, and good cardio. I mean, not great cardio because he's getting up there, but good cardio. And um, Chael's going to be in trouble. Yeah. The whole fight is going to be a tough fight for him. I, sure. I, hopefully, Chael will just take him down and just ride him out. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think Chael's going to waste any time. You know, he's going to do what he always does. He's going to be in his face and really pressure him because that's kind of how you have to fight Vanderlei. If, if if you let him, you know, if you let him stay. Keep his distance, and he's he's always dangerous. So I hope he doesn't try to like slug it out with him because that would be a mistake. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) That would be a a big mistake. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, the UFC fight night that took place uh, Sunday night, which by the way I like fights on Sunday nights. No, no competition. Well, I'm not really into the NCAA basketball. I know some people are into it. I just can't. It's one of those things, if I'm not invested in a team, it's hard for me to watch it. I know sometimes people, oh, I just can't get excited to watch Mercer play Kentucky. I don't know anybody on the team. <laughs> I, I don't really know any of the guys. I, I appreciate the sport, but it's just not something. With the MMA or boxing or other sports, I just feel like I'm not, well, I do know the people, even really, I do know the people, but also mm-hmm. I feel like even a backstory, I could watch a, a backstory on some guy and really root for him and I don't know. I'm just anyway. So sure, there's a lot more emotional connection there. Yeah. So Hendo versus Shogun. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, look, Dan Henderson is a beast, 
And wow, that was a, a great fight. First of all, did you see the silhouette behind him on his banner of the Dan like doing the the yeah. monster that was, super, that was, Superman punchers? I don't know. It was so it was many people amazing. thought that was funny. It was an amazing fight. He was getting his ass kicked for two rounds, though. I, I think a lot of people, I'm, uh, he was getting killed. Uh, that fight could have <laughs> that fight could have been stopped in, the, in like the first round, and mm. I don't think anybody would have really said. You know, people would have complained. People complain all the time, but it wouldn't have been the worst stoppage ever. I, I'm surprised Herb didn't let it go because at first I was almost saying stop the fight. The person next to me, I was watching. I'm like, they got to stop this fight. This is he's getting killed. I thought the fight was over too in the first, and then the, I think it was the end of the round. The time expired, but it was like wow. Yeah. I thought he did stop the fight. At the end of the first, it was almost it was like sort of confusion. It was like the, and then and then he came he came back in the third, which shows you how much heart and how hard he hits and how how awesome Dan Henderson is. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take anything away from Dan Henderson. It's not fighter bashing, but let's. I think we should be realistic on can because he's saying he wants another title. He's saying he should fight Machida next because Weidman's out. I don't think either of those things are going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I think there should be a senior league. Honestly, like uh, Damon, Damon Martin, actually, the writer, thought about this. This is a, a good idea. Have a senior division where you have the Kevin Randleman's and the Dan Henderson's and you have, uh, D- you know, Dan Severin will be on it. We, we could have him in it. Uh, Tank Abbott. I mean, you could, all these guys. Don Fry. You your weight division. They the, strap a, like an undergarment on you, like a, like a gold depends undergarment. Yeah, they should do it. The gold depends... <laughs> And then and then and then it could be like a and then we could sort of thing where where you ha- you, could ha- you could fight at like three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you could have well, you're the most why they're the most awake or something. Yeah, or? Well, yeah, when they're, when they're at their peak, Alert. you know. I mean, training camp training camp will be in Boca. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that I think a senior division would be good, and then you could have the senior champ versus the real champ, and then you could have all oh the old people. God. It'll be. I'm telling old you, versus new. old versus new. I would love to see like the uh, the old the old school like Kevin Randleman, like the old the older you know the Pride guys up there. We, who wouldn't still love to watch them fight? Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, I don't want to see Kevin Randleman against John Jones, but I do want to see Randleman against Tito, Tito, or oh, Dan yeah. Severn. I'm telling you, you could. They have like a walker on the way to the. <laughs> I'm telling you, because who wouldn't want to watch that? <laughs> I mean, it'd probably just be wrestling. I mean, it'd probably just be wrestling the entire time, but I think that would be it. Uh, so, yeah, I think that Dan Henderson what should be honestly... the age where it would be considered senior? Uh, how old is Hendo? Like, 60? Uh, no, he's... 43. <laughs> he's 43. I would say 43 would be the cutoff. I would okay. say, you know... I mean, seriously. Do you think, I mean, do you think Hendo can make a legitimate run right now? I don't think so. It'd be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, and somebody tweeted John Jones, like, Hendo's coming for you. And then John Jones wrote back, like, please, or something, or come on, man. And then John Jones deleted the, the uh, tweet because everyone started yelling at him on Twitter. He, he, the fact that he even gets involved in this. And, and not that I'm – look, Hendo punches anybody. They're going out. Right. I mean, the guy sure. hits oh, yeah. like oh, – yeah. you know, I'm not saying he doesn't hit – the guy hits like a monster. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that... You put Vanderlei to sleep with that left in pride. <clears throat> left hook. He's, wow. Oh, right I know. Now. You know, listen, Dan is one of the best fighters of all time in the sport, probably. He's, he's a legend. I mean, what more can you accomplish? He's knocked out Fedor. He's won different titles in pride. And, and now in the UFC. And it's like, you know, if, if he wants to continue to fight, that, you know, that's on him. Do I think he'll be champion in the UFC? No. 
you know, it's just, there's a lot of, you know, if you, if you compare the other guys that are more well-rounded and, and just a little faster, you know what I'm saying? Respectfully, I don't think so. Oh, by the way, did you get laid this week? We, had, we, we didn't uh, oh, cover that. God. How did we, uh, <laughs> I forgot, how, how, how did we miss that? Everybody wants to know. People say they like actually wait for, for the. Oh, they're waiting for that. For yeah. Answer that right. question. Wow. Okay. Um, no, I was, no, I didn't, I, I did not. Um, <laughs> We should, can we keep a tally on how many weeks we're going? <laughs> That's amazing. This is I can't believe Jake, the juggernaut. You're going to explode literally all over the <laughs> You're a celebrity. I know you're a celebrity. How does, how does an eight fight contract can't get you laid? That's is that that's crazy. You should have thrown mm. that into the contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. Uh, well, well, you know what, man? There's, there's still hope. We, maybe we should have like the 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 Ellenberger right, dating game or something. We, uh, all right, so you're, April, you're gonna be in Baltimore, right? April twenty. Yes, it will be. I'm, I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, which is like forty miles or forty miles south, forty minutes south or so. If I get back there, in exchange for some tickets, I will get you some Maryland tail, and it'll be quality. Wow, Adam, I don't know about this. <laughs> What do you? What, what? How would you expect this to turn out, Adam? I think he. Well, I. Well, yes. I gotta see Some this tail. Maryland tail. Well, did they go to high school with you? Because they probably. Uh, they <laughs> no, gotta. Want, they they gotta join I the senior go division that we were talking about just now. I dropped out of the third grade. <laughs> nice. So I don't know. Yeah, Maryland Tail. So uh, yeah, but we're gonna have a charity it soon. Have to be Maryland Tail. I'll just help you get some tail outside. I, you know like, what? I, personally, I, I think I think Jake's lying to us. He is lying. Of course he's lying. I, I come on. He's I a mean, good looking guy. I've he's seen some of the, the time. and I, I've seen some of the girls he's been with, and they're models. They're supermodels. They're he's just trying to be modest. They're like hot fighters. But the fact that every week he comes in here and says. I I don't know if your grandma's listening or, or what or what's going on. He's just hoping that he's, he can get some sympathy, but from some girl that's gonna be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. You know, there'd be a bunch of girls clamoring to take his virginity. If he wants right. sympathy, but he should look at it at his uh, chin. So okay, so now we're gonna talk about CB Dalloway. All right, speaking of sympathy, but uh, Dalloway is on a mission. Um, he looked great. He uh, his last two fights, last three fights. I thought he beat Tim Bosch. Mm-hmm. I think ever since Mayhem gave him a noogie, that was he's <laughs> that changed his entire career. I forgot about that. Remember that? That Mayhem? was so funny. Mayhem was crazy. Remember when he put him in a noogie uh-huh. and Rogan actually said he gave him a noogie as if it was a real move. <laughs> that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Except that Mayhem lost the rest. He actually got hurt Dalloway. He had Dalloway hurt. Yeah, with he did. No, he had, well, not with a noogie. He punched him, and then he started limping. <laughs> now, Dalloway was almost out. Then Mayhem started yeah. limping across the, the octagon trying to finish him. Like, he had a really bad knee, I remember, for that fight. But yeah, like, that was a fun his, fight to watch. He hurt his own knee punching CB Dalloway. But, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so but uh, the, I, there's something about Dalloway that his whole attitude has been changing. Like He has this certain... Uh, I don't know. It's like he's on a mission. And he keeps winning in Brazil, which has got to be the hardest place to win for an American. Jesus. But, uh, but yeah, CB Dalloway. A tough um, guy, too. I think it was uh, Cesar he fought. The guy, I mean, a lot of people didn't give him a chance going to this fight, but he, uh, man, he looked good. Yeah, and he had this, like, someone said he had, like, this Mayweather defense. He kind of did. Like the, I know. It was, I was like, is he really, you know, leaning back, it's dangerous, so, you know, you... Especially with a guy who's a who's a who's a hitter like well, the, I mean, maybe with his real defense is paying off a, a witness, but <laughs> but but yeah, he um he did look good. CB Dalloway looked really good, and uh you know I've been a CB Dalloway fan ever mm. since the Ultimate Fighter when he lost to Amir Sadala twice. Remember oh, he yeah. and, and he beat uh, that was a good season. He beat JT Money. That was the year JT, JT Money, Money smashed out um the window, the car window. Mm. That was a crazy season. But He's uh, now on the WSOF. 
Yes, he's with the World Series of Fighting. Uh, and he actually tapped, he tapped Rampage, Dalloway, and like, I think in, in training one time on one of those episodes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dalloway's a, a guy that I feel like always could have uh, never really reached his potential as a fighter. I mean, mm-hmm. he got destroyed. But remember Mark Munoz, like, put him, destroyed mm-hmm. him, and then he got tapped by Tom Lawler in what, like 30 seconds or something? He was one of those guys. Like a guillotine had, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. He's had like an up and down career, but it's good to see him. You know, it seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, Dalloway. he's a hard worker. I mean, you can tell he's around some good guys: um, Aaron Simpson, Ryan Bader, those kind of guys. And he works hard, so that's really the the key there. But he, I think he was thirty, thirty one, maybe. So yeah, it's he's good. It looks like he's ACS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. So it looks like he's, he's starting to reach his full potential. Now, what did you think of um, the fact that it was ninety four degrees in the, in the arena? Jesus, I mean, have you ever fought in that kind of condition? Um, you know, I fought, I fought on the beach of Costa Rica one time and it was, it was really hot like that. I, I don't know as far as the humidity, I don't know what that was, but that would be uncomfortable. The beach, what was it? Who'd you fight in the beach of Costa Rica? Um, Zach Light. It was in Bodog. Wow. I think Zach Light's still fighting, right? Zach I don't Light. know. I don't know. There, there was a lot. It was funny. The, the card was actually full of a lot of studs like, um, Eddie Alvarez, Jake Shields, um, there was a lot of a lot I mean, of good talent. In that but card. that being that hot, does it basically? Are you automatically like in the third round as soon as it starts? Is it that type of? Does it? Are you gassed at that at that type? Of, I mean, wh- why was there no air conditioner <laughs> in the arena? Why are they cranking? Why is it ninety four degrees in there? Yeah, there's a don't ton know. of people with no breeze. Yeah, but still, it, it, it's an arena. You'd think <laughs> right. that they would have air conditioner. They don't have. I mean, I, I know that. They should have it, right? It's got to be good for warming up, getting your body nice and loose. Yeah, up, yeah, no, you stay warm. Once you start fighting, <laughs> it's got to be a pain in the... Yeah, it wouldn't take... You know what? 94 <laughs> degrees is ridiculous. That's ridiculous hot. Yeah. I like wrote that like was hotter than, yoga. hotter than Overeem's urine. That's, <laughs> that's really is that ridiculously hot. Um, now, the Ronnie Jason, Steve Styler fight, that, I thought that was a, a quick stoppage. They, there were some pretty bad reps all around. Um, aside from... In hindsight, Herb Dean not stopping the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed that Ronnie Jason, he, he hit Steven Seiler. Steven went down, was talking to the ref. The ref stopped it immediately. That was, uh, that was a weird, uh, a very quick stoppage, I thought. And then it was, I mean, then it, then it was another thing where uh, Norman Park, they took away a, took a, a point for grabbing his shorts. Uh, that was, yeah, that was ridiculous. With no warning. Mm-hmm. And I like Norman Park. He came on our show. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a funny dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that I mean that that fight wasn't great. That whole Norman Park, he kind of jammed him up against the cage, but he wasn't really doing as much as he should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, th- I still think he would have won. I that thought fight. he won the fight. He won the fight. I thought he won the fight too. You know, yeah. it, there was a few disappointing, uh, I would say, referee moments. But yeah, the the the, the Stephen Sire fight was was stopped early, no doubt. You know, it's just it, that's one of those things too. Is it, it, when you can't control. Uh, obviously, they're going all over the world. You got refs from different places. It's just like the referee's discretion is just—it's so up in the air. Everyone's a little different. You know what I mean? The worst though was Bellator Friday night. You see that thing? I did that was—I mean, somebody wrote on Twitter that like the guy must have banged the ref's wife or something. But <laughs> they let this guy just—I don't know if you've seen it. I didn't see it. The oh. guy—they let this guy take a beating. He was out on his feet, and then he was out on the ground. Then they he let like, him- went out. Woke up. Went out. Like was out like three different times, and the ref still hadn't stopped. Come it. on, man, who was the ref? It was dangerous. 
I don't know. A lot of people were tweeting about it, but yeah, no one knows his name. I tried to find his name. It just said worst stoppage ever, and it, and it had the two. No, no the guy makes Mazagari look like Herb Dean. I mean, that's how bad it was. Awful. It was that guy. Well, should, people like, come on. It's one of those. He shouldn't ref a fight again. It was one of those like because it, it's like Someone that's dangerous. Hurt. Exactly. Right. Somebody gets seriously hurt. You know, let alone not fight again, but something like a traumatic brain injury. That it's. Could have been it's, the worst I've ever seen. Really? Probably, probably the up worst. There. It was. It was up there. Yeah. It was up there. Uh, it was up there. By the way, I got a hot date tonight, and uh, oh, are you? Wait a minute. Are you even going to mention the person? No, I'm not going to mention the person. But what? I, I don't. I'm not, I don't know if it's a hot date. I'm, I'm hanging out with a, a girl and taking her to my comedy shows. I, I have she, two shows. One at the Ha Ha. One at a uh, dispensary. I'm, I'm not going to say who the girl is, but she's in shape. And I'm a little nervous. First of all, I gotta get my, my like car washed. It's annoying because right. my, my car is just disgusting right now, and I gotta go home and clean my apartment. But I don't think I'd be able to hang with her uh, as far as like uh, like sex wise. Like I, I got winded masturbating recently. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm a little nervous. I have to like I'm basically gonna go to the gym just to, in case well, I hook up. Somebody's gonna hear this, and of course the date's gonna Maybe. be over by the time they hear it. I don't think they're gonna hear it, and I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna even come close to saying who it is because I'm not gonna do that. But I'm just saying the person's in shape. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of people it could be right. It could be, it could be Jake. Uh, but but I'm <laughs> the person's in shape. So uh, I don't know. It's it's always intimidating. You ever, you ever date someone that's in better shape than you? Mm. That's pretty uh, much everybody. Yeah. I've ever well, dated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> T-Rex. Everyone you've ever dated has <laughs> been in better shape than I. Am. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually I have, I have, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, yeah, it's a little intimidating when you, when you're dating somebody who's like a fitness freak and they're more like in shape than you are, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to take off my shirt. I'm embarrassed. I, I'm embarrassed to take off my shirt. But she's probably around so many ripped guys all the time that she's probably going to be like, thank God, a regular looking guy, like a a normal human being. Oh yeah. That happens all the time. Sure. (laughs) She's probably being around supermodels. Oh, thank God. A fat chick. I mean, come on. Are you... (laughs) Are you out of your mind? When does that ever happen? Every once in a while, you got to bone an ugly one to, to keep I don't want to be the ugly one that gets boned. <laughs> Why I mean, not? As long as you're getting boned. Like. That's a good point. It's a very, I may have to keep, if we have sex, I'm going to keep my shirt on. That's, I'm like the. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Um, <laughs> but she's probably, used to, she's probably used to being around guys that aren't funny. So this is, this is your. Right. Uh, this is, this your, is my your end. world. The, the funniness is, yeah, but I'm, I'm not as... Write a series of jokes about It's like your you're a fat so guy, Adam. Come on. I'm not, I'm not a fat guy, but compared to like this chick, I'm, I'm fat, you know? I have to... I don't know, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta get serious about working out. I, I, you know, I, I, started, I went to Go Cores like twice, and then, and then when I saw Dan the Wolfman, I stopped going. Uh, I because you kind of gave him a hard time on the show. I felt kind of bad. But it wasn't... Um, now, well, that wasn't it. But I, I have to get back in better shape and... Maybe this doesn't inspire me. It's hard on the road, you know. It's, it's easy to I, I, I run. I, I just have to start lifting and. I don't know. You run? I do run. I run about thirty I'm, minutes a day. I, I get winded so easily. I was with uh, Jake Baker in Santa and um, Santa Barbara this weekend, and we yeah. parked like three blocks from the club, and we were running late, and Jake was hosting, so we had to like jog to the club, and he doesn't work. He's a stoner hippie, <laughs> and he's like you know cruising along like it's nothing. And I'm like stopping at every corner. Like, are you going to continue running again? Oh like, my god! I was winded, dude. I'm like, this sucks. I need to get in shape too. I played hockey my whole life. I've always been in good shape until it was easier when I wrestled. When I wrestled, because there was an opponent in front of me. If I didn't, if I didn't work out and lift, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to get the crap beaten out of me. And who wants that? You know, it's it's hard when like your motivation is just sort of looking good. I mean, I was having sex a couple months ago, and and I was. <laughs> I was having- 
guys. And I was sweating on the girl. That was, I was. Yeah, putting in work. Y- yeah. Yeah, Adam putting in work. But yeah, but that's not, I mean, that was during foreplay. <laughs> right. So he was going down on her sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like roll her over, put her on top? <laughs> no, we're not gonna. We're not cutting that out. Anyway, so all right, we got Hector Lombard. We are gonna call right now. Uh, can't wait to talk to him. And then we got a lot more stuff to talk to cover. Um, uh, Gina Carano said she's open to calling back. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. We got movie career not going as expected. There's a video. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think watching her fight would be less painful than watching her movies. Oh um, but, no, I love Gina Carano. But we have to talk about Jake and his training video with Ronda Rousey that was on Instagram recently that, uh, that set off a Twitter storm. Uh-oh, what happened? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. But, no, he, you, you have a video of you doing boxing with Ronda Rousey. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, talk, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Wyman coming out. We'll talk about uh, Wyman getting out 173 because he was hurt. Uh, and uh, we got some good fights coming up this weekend. Good Bellator fights, good World Series of Fighting fights, and uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. But first, let's talk to Hector Lombard. Hey, Hector Lombard. Hey, what's going on, Mike? What's going on, man? How's Hello. everything? Hector. Hector. Hey, Gano. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Hey. Uh, I'm so happy to hear from you guys. Oh, man, we're happy that you answered the phone, man. A- absolutely. Hey, congrats on your last fight, man. Th- that was some of the best judo I've ever seen in my life. Dude, your, your, oh, throws, your throws were amazing. Getting, yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, compliments. Yeah. From, uh, from my fans and uh, and uh, getting a lot of compliments from... Uh, uh, the judo guys, the, the, you know, the judo community is very happy with me, so I can't complain. Well, I mean, they should be. I mean, I it was like almost like you touched Jake Shields a couple times, and you were able to throw him without even like using like your your. It was like what do they say? Quick twitch? The, those quick, quick twitch muscles? You know those quick twitch muscles? I mean, the fact that you're able to throw him so easily, and Jake Shields is uh, yeah. not an easy guy to throw. I mean, well. You know, this is what I saw, right? As soon as I touched that guy, because I gotta tell you one thing, and I'm not gonna lie to you, that guy's strong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, Shields is strong. Man, I don't know if it's the uh, strength. <laughs> I don't know where he is. My, as soon as I felt the guy, I'm like, it was like a sort of like uh, a god of vision. Um, Man, you better do judo with this guy because the judo, I don't know if you heard of, the judo is about using uh, your opponent's strength and, and, and Momentum. taking out of the balance, you know, taking, take, take his balance out. And um, I don't know, for some reason, it, it came to mind that um, it will work because, man, I can't believe how strong Jake Shields is. Yeah, I mean, but you were I mean, able to. I mean, I mean, no, honestly, you know, you you guys don't know guy believe me. <laughs> but, man, this is the guy, the strongest guy I ever felt in my life. Bro, I I, I, no I fought joke. Shields, man. He is he is a strong dude. He's way stronger oh. than he looks. Hey, you you feel the same way when you fought him? Like. I, I mean, like, you know, he, he barely touched you, but 
Um, is that Jay Ellenberg? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he barely touched you, but I don't know. I don't know if you you, you felt you felt the same way that I felt, but you're like, man, what the hell's going on with this guy? I'm, I don't know what he's eating. <laughs> no, I know. He, he was very he, strong, eh? Yeah, there was a. T- I mean, I know you. I know you finished the guy quick, and uh, you know he barely touched you, but uh, uh, there was a couple times when he, when, he, when he when he shot on me, and I was like, man, he he is deceptively strong. Hector, when he when he oh. had when he had you when he had you in the uh, guillotine at the end of the fight, were you were you close to going out at all, or did you know? Because someone asked me if they thought you were going to tap, I said, "There's no way that Hector Lombard's going to tap." Uh, but how well, how uh, tight well, was that? No, it wasn't because um, both both of his hands were outside, and um, I mean, if he got if he gave me one inside, I would be tapped right away because. Like I said before, the guy's strong. But um, you know, I was safe because he had the guillotine outside. So I was safe. I was just I actually was pointing the referee uh with my finger saying like I'm okay, you know what I mean? Like you know, I wasn't I wasn't in any danger at all. But um man, I, I can't believe how strong this this guy is, man. <laughs> Well, it's a big compliment hey. to Jake Shields. I mean, uh, he's a tough, tough guy. I mean, he's beaten a lot of guys. He's not. He's one of the top guys out there. I, I know um, a lot of people were upset with uh, with Joe Rogan's commentary during the fight, um, and then he didn't interview you afterwards, or he did, or what? What happened? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was I was upset too because I mean, it's being a little hate. I don't know why, but um. Even the commentating, like it wasn't, it wasn't fair at all. I, I mean, he's saying that I was tired when I wasn't. He was, he was saying that I was tired when I wasn't. You know, I, I, I kind of like didn't want to take a risk with, with, with the guy like that. You know, I, I kind of like I fool a little bit um, conservative. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to make mistakes. I didn't want to get greedy with him. I didn't want. To be like that Henderson, like, you know, throw like a big power shot. And then, you know, ended up on the bottom with this guy that I heard that, you know, it's kind of like a building on top of you when he, you know, when you just, when you're on top of you. So, and kind of like I was like, pretty much like a conservative, you know what I mean? I was like, don't um, risk it, you know, that much in the fight, right? You yeah, were just... was, but um, yeah, uh, um, you know, Joe Rogan. I don't know what what was. I don't know. I think that um, he he probably was upset or or I don't know what happened to him. He didn't even interview me after the fight. Yeah, that I was strange. That UFC history. Is that is that a time. decision that Joe makes or is that a decision that the UFC makes? I mean, I think that Joe's like if if it's like. To interview, he goes, and if he doesn't feel like interview, he doesn't go. I mean, I, I know I mean, that I know that Joe, uh, me, and, you know, Joe's a, a good friend of mine. He's always been super nice to me and super cool. I got nothing but love and respect for Joe. I know afterwards he did say on the underground. Did you read what he said? He goes, uh, "I didn't give Lombard enough credit." People are saying I didn't give enough credit. He said, uh, "I love that dude. He's scary as, f-. and when he's blitzkrieging you, he's one of the most frightening mother." on earth uh that said i think he only did enough to win on a night 
when he should have been trying to sell himself as a guy we want to see challenge for the title? Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's still a hate in it, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, even it was one referee that it get, he gave a round to Jake Shield. I mean, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what round? I mean, you made mistake. I don't know what round it was, but it was one referee that gave one round to Jake Shield. I mean, I'm a fair guy. When you know, when I kind of like, if I lose a round, I say, you know what? Or if it wasn't my best performance when I fought him, Butch, I would say to you, look, you know, it wasn't my performance. You know what I mean? But you gotta give it one round to Jake Shield. Come on, man. Was that Cecil Peoples? Yeah. Hello? Okay. Are you in, are you in the ocean or what's going on? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's raining and I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm inside my truck. Oh, okay. Well, let me see if I can run away because it's raining really bad here. <laughs> now... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. Uh, to finish what Joe said, Joe said that you were clearly winning the fight, but yet your own corner was screaming at you during the last round. Winning is certainly most important. Thing for, was your corner screaming at you? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear. <laughs> and then he he says he thinks that he thinks that you coasted too much in an important showcase fight. Um, but I mean, like you said, I mean. I mean, Jake Shields is a very is a very dangerous fighter. Did you think maybe that you should have tried to finish him more, or, or no? Look, uh, I mean, I know like I know like she wanted to fight for the title after my fight, and uh, he wanted he wanted to uh, make an statement. So I, I know that like, he, he trained really hard for my fight, but. Uh, yeah, we. You know, you you can get you can get finished all the time. You know, that's that's reality. Like sometimes you get the finish, sometimes you don't. Yeah, I mean, Jake Shields is a hard guy to finish. I mean, uh, Ellenberger did it, and but I think you were the only guy to ever finish him, right? I think so. I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, well, one person has done it. Now, moving forward, uh, well, yeah, that's one thing I, I don't think people understand is. is how how hard it yeah, really I mean, is to finish the somebody. Person, the only person in history that they ever finished, uh, they ever finished, uh, uh, he was Jake, but um, it doesn't mean like everyone, everyone is going to go over there and finish the guy. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's not gonna, it's, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Were you worried about him humping you and you getting pregnant? <laughs> huh? Were you worried about getting pregnant <laughs> after Jake humps you? <laughs> Uh, what about him sticking his, his finger at my ass? <laughs> oh, hell no. That was the first thing I was concerned. <laughs> so you were concerned. Oh, I, I was very concerned about that. I mean, like, what the hell? Did you have a butt plug in or? No, <laughs> no, he actually did it to David Meyer, not to me. Oh, not to you. Okay, good. Yeah, I was, I was a little nervous that you were concerned about him they sticking his finger up He never went near. Yeah, no, you didn't give him the, you didn't give him the, the chance. You didn't give him the chance to put his... Not uh, even close. Yeah. No, you, no, you dominated that, him. That, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. Sorry. But that didn't happen. Now... And I'm glad it happened. 
Now, what I don't get is that, okay, so right now you're ranked six. And according to UFC.com, you're ranked six. Uh, Jake's fifth. Uh, Woodley is fourth. And Carlos Condit is third. Uh, I, listen, I, I don't like to swear. I don't like to swear, but what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, the guy lost three times in a row. Come on, man, seriously. You know, it should be it should be number fifteen or number twenty. Condit should be fifteen twenty. The guy lost yeah, the guy lost three times in a row. Come on, man. Are you serious? The, you know, JC lost one and they sent it to a number twelve. That's ridiculous. Now Come on, man. why do you think that you're not ranked higher? First of all, why is Woodley ranked third or fourth? I mean I don't want to talk about my, my team, right? But, hey, hey, I would say Carlos Condit should not be ranked number four. What should he be ranked? He should be number number 15. <laughs> he, lost, he lost three times in a row. Come not on, even in the top ten? <laughs> he lost three no. times in a row? He lost three times in a row? He should not be a number to, a top ten. I'll, I'll discuss that with everybody. But he, he doesn't. He, I don't think he's lost three times in a row, though. Uh, no, I, mean, I know he beat he beat um, Diaz. Oh, I mean, he beat yeah, he beat yeah, Nick, he beat Nick Diaz. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. He Same beat he beat, he beat this guy. It was the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Who uh, Nick Nick Diaz talking about? No, no. When he beat uh, when he beat uh, um when he beat uh, um um. What's the name of it? Oh, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Cameron. Mark Cameron. Oh, no, Mark Cameron. That Mark was... Cameron. Mark Cameron. He, you know, he lost twice. He beat Mark Cameron, and now he lost the game. Yeah. But when he lost him, when he lost to towards him, when he lost against him, sorry. <laughs> Man, that fight was ridiculous. When he, when he lost to, uh, to uh, GS... It was sludgy. It was okay. like... Uh, very slow, but listen, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> no, you're here to judge, man. Uh, no, okay, look, you obviously, you put on Twitter that you deserve a title shot, period. So let's make your case. Why should Hector Lombard get a title shot? Well, I'll be two tough, tough guys, but... That's true. Look, um, I'm not going to get a title shot. I have one more fight. Who do, who do you want to fight next? I don't know. Uh, it's up to the UFC, whoever they want to pull me. But who do you want to... Uh, um, what about... How do you think you would do against Nick Diaz? I'm, I'm, I reckon I can do fine with, 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 with any, any, anybody up there. Yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, I don't call anybody. I'll, I'll just tell him the UFC, just pull me in and I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. But like, yeah, but it's always fun when you call people out, though. It, it kind of makes it a fun show. Uh, it is, it is, it is. But you know what? You know what? I don't have a bad blood with uh, with with, uh, with anybody at one seventy. To be honest, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have like you know the, that thing that I have with Bisping. I want to beat that fucker anywhere I see. <laughs> Would you go to heavyweight to fight Josh Barnett? No, I'm cool with Josh Barnett now. Oh, really? What happened? 
I mean, he spoke really well about me. Oh, that's cool. um, and uh, he actually said one one thing that was very uh, it was um, truth. And uh, he, 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 you know, he actually you check him out. I think it was uh, one of those uh, Joe Rogan uh, shows. Yeah. And uh, he said that um, that I actually have a lot of tools, but I don't choose to uh, use it because I just feel comfortable standing. But he says they actually have a lot of tools that people doesn't know about it, which is which is um, which is like judo and grappling. And I was quite impressed because he said that before the fight. Well, I mean, you were an Olympian yeah. in judo, right? Didn't you make the Olympics for judo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's your Olympic judo. You're a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Uh, you, obviously, you have amazing, you have tons of tools. I mean, you're, uh, you're uh, you know. Now, speaking of uh, Tyron Woodley, um, would you fight Woodley if you, if, uh, you guys had to? Well, what did I say to you before? You know, I mean, it's, it's my team, Mike, but, you know, if, you know, we have to fight, we have to fight. Now, okay. Well, now, who, who do you think won the uh, the Hendricks and uh, Lawler fight? I mean, I think that Hendricks st- uh, stole it, and, you know, with the takedown. It was very close. It was close. It was a close fight, but I think that... Um, he stole. He stole the round with the takedown. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had. Um, I had. I had him winning uh, three rounds to two. But a lot of people thought that you know, it's hard because it, I think it was pretty obvious that Lawler did more damage in the fight, but Hendricks won the fight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you think. What do you? Yeah, I thought. I thought Hendricks won the fight, but I thought that. Uh, I thought he had a terrible game plan. I guess he, he hurt his ACL in the fight, and he hurt, hurt himself, but I think standing up and trading with Robbie Lawler is the worst thing you can do in a fight. Um, I don't know why he didn't use more of his his, uh, his wrestling. Yeah, I mean, um, um, I don't think uh, Johnny Hendricks, I think he's like me. He kind of have good, good wrestling, but he chooses not to wrestle people. You know? Yeah. I remember last time you were on the show that uh, you said that you beat Ben Askren in training and that you are the real American Olympian because that you beat Askren. Uh, yeah, he, knows it. he knows it. I'm a better wrestler than, than him. He, knows he definitely knows it. But, you, you know, obviously he won't, he won't tell you. Do you think he should give you his uh, his uh, even one day, medal? Even one day we were mucking around, we were mucking around, and uh, he, you know, we were in the cage, and he went, he shoot the double leg on me. He kind of like got me by surprise, okay. And uh, I told more on him. I know what if you know what it if you know what a Tomorna is. A uh, Tomorna, what's that? Tomorna is a judo, it's a judo throw. I tomorrow and I, 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 I'm on top of him. So, do you think you could beat Askren in a wrestling match? He knows it. How many times I've beat him? In practice. 
I'm way too stronger. It feels it feel like a little kid. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that's, I, you know, if you were there, I got I to gotta take your word for it, man. I, uh, you've never lied. Oh, you've never I lied. Don't, I, don't, I don't lie. I never lie. And uh, he went and he showed that role. I went and I told more and I so more nice when somebody shoots the double leg, you kind of like a flip the guy and then you landing on top of him. You, you sort of like using, using the balance, using the balance and you flipping and you get on top of him. He knows, he knows that tomorrow now, he knows that. Hmm. Um, so, and, uh, he kind of like got impressed, you know, and, uh, you know, I could have do a lot of damage to him, and, you know, when, you know, while he was on the bottom, but uh, I kind of like letting him standing and I say, don't, don't mess around with me, kid. Don't, don't mess around with me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened with you and Babalu in training? I heard that there was a huge, it was a big brawl between you and Babalu. Nah, Babalu can tell you that I used to play with him. Babalu was like a little kid, you know, like, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even sway, I didn't even sway with Babalu. Babalu, you know, it was, it was no, it was no challenge. So, I mean, like, w- what I'm talking about, Babalu, you know, <laughs> it was like easy, easy, easy job, man. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't really like to train with Babalu because there was no, there was no competition. Now, when you, and, uh, uh, when you uh, train with, uh, when it's when it's American Top Team and you and Woodley and Lawler, are you guys going all out in uh, sparring? I mean, what are those sparring sessions like? They got to be crazy. No, nah, we don't. We don't. We don't train together. Um, and, uh, and like I said, you know, I don't like to talk. I don't like to talk about my tra- my training partners, my, right. my, my team might. But um, um, Babalu, it was easy job, and. Uh, I mean, what are we talking about, Babalu, man? Come on. Because uh, there's a guy, there was a guy on the forum named Sugar Hay Hobinson who uh, who said who, who said that Babalu used to make you tap to strikes in training, and I was like, <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, listen, come on, are you serious? That's that I was his. Are you serious? That was his question. That's what he said. He said he made you tap to strikes in training. Hey, hey no, 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 listen. Put it this way. I wanted to fight Babalu at one point, and he made so, so so many excuses. And then he went, and he was saying like, "Oh, oh yeah, you know, I will fight him for the hundred fifty thousand dollars." And I'm like, "This guy is so ridiculous, man!" And then he goes and he's like, "Well, they didn't pay me the money that I wanted, so that's why we we didn't." And I'm like, "Obviously, obviously that we didn't, that fight didn't happen because." You were asking for so ridiculous money that you're never gonna get paid back. Okay, so you think so? Babalu was scared to fight you. Uh, he was at one point. I mean, I mean, I don't, see, I don't, I don't know if he can fight no more. But yeah, I mean, now it's kind of. I think he should be in the senior division that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um, so what's it gonna take, man? I have, <laughs> Hector, Hector, man, Listen, I you know I don't want to I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about retired fighters. Yeah, no, no, because, only, right? What's, what's the point? Yeah, what's what's the, what, what's the point? So, so what's so who do you think your next fight's going to be against? Honestly, uh, to be honest, I don't know. It's up to the UFC. I'm still waiting for them to tell me. I I told them 
I'm I'm wide open. I want to fight right away. And also, I want to fight in America um, to build to build my my following and to build my fan my fan base. Um, but yeah, I mean. Where where is that bang ice cream? I, 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 will, I will give it a whoop ass. I will, I will bang ice cream. I don't care about rings. I, will, I don't care. I will, I, will, I will bang ice cream. Where is he at? I think is he's he fi- fighting up in China. Yeah, he's fighting in one FC in uh, in uh, Singapore. But uh, what okay, about what, what the hell is that? What's one FC? Yeah, it's an organization. Like you know, uh, they're they're there's, I think they're very big in, in Asia. But he's uh, I don't know. I don't know why the UFC won't won't sign him. I think they they uh, should sign him. Uh, what about now? If if Bisbing beats Tim Kennedy, would you go to 185 to fight Bisbing? Yes, I will, I've been calling that kid out, you know, for so for oh, two years already. And why do you hate Bisbing so I mean, much? I mean, he's a loud mouth in the glass jaw. Um, <laughs> uh, just put it this way. <laughs> uh, I don't want to have a reality show because you know in the reality show you have to wait like a six months to you know you know pull your hands in that guy and it's gonna be so annoying that um, I don't even I don't even I don't even think that I can handle it <laughs> you know being with the same guy in the same room for such a long time without a tactic or something but um yeah you know I can I can go up to one hundred five and make up that boy. <laughs> now, do you still have the uh, same girlfriend? Yes. All right. So, how did you guys celebrate after your win? Did you guys uh, go to? Did you guys go to Cuba? Did you go to? I mean, I mean, not, I mean, not Cuba. Did you go to Miami? That like uh, that one? Yeah, that's, that's Cuba. I I'm not Cuba. I mean, I mean that that that, that one section of Miami that did you guys you guys go on that? What's that? What that that where all the restaurants are and South Beach. South Beach. No, yeah. I, I, live, I live in Boca. Oh, live in Boca. Did you and your uh, did you and your girlfriend celebrate? What did you, what did you, what did you guys do? You got you got dancing. Uh, chilling, but um, <laughs> hey, what's going on with Ben Askren, man? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I really. <laughs> well, according to Askren, when, he, when, he, when Askren came on the show, he said that he beat you in wrestling, but you beat him in jujitsu. Uh, hey, hey, listen, hey, <laughs> hey, my boy, listen. He's so funny. Don't let the people fool you. It's like. It's like put it this way, right? I went to uh, I went to this uh, this store with this joke. I don't gotta mention names. He was saying to me, "Hey, you know, when I was young, I really, really relied to just get in the cage with you. And trust me, I would give you a run for your money." And I'm like, "Really?" And and I and I asked the guy like how many fights you have. He said, "Well, I never have a fight, but you know, I have like 240 fights, 240 street fights." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, you know." But you know what I mean? Like, hmm. easy to say, eh? Yeah, of course. I mean, you're actually doing it, and you and you've been doing it for a while. Right. Now, do you have any questions what for I'm Jake Ellenberg? Like, Bang asking. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've tapped, tapped that kid up. He never told me that, eh? <laughs> no, he, he, he said that it was his first day of jiu-jitsu. Everyone said don't... Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> what else? 
He said it was his first. He said it was his first day. Everyone said, "Don't go in the cage with Hector Lombard. He's going to try to knock you out." He he. Listen, was free. He was. He was so scared of me. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty. You know, I mean, so he said I, he went in there with you. It would be wrestling, and I used to beating all the time. So, um, can you imagine when you combine that, you know, punches and wrestling, and uh, you know, um, come on, man. serious? So, yeah, that is weird though that Joe Rogan didn't interview you. But, but I think uh, T Rex was saying it, it was the U- I think it might, might have been the UFC's call and not and not Joe Rogan's, right? Uh, Jake, yeah, I'm cool with Joe. You know, I mean, like. I mean, it probably was a mistake. I don't know what it was, but I like Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't see Joe doing that out, no. of, out of malice. No, Joe's a big fan. I know everybody was really. Everyone's yeah, was, always excited. I like to see Joe Rogan. You know, I mean, he's, yeah, Joe's a great guy. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like I like him. I like. Uh, I've always. Seen, I've been. I've been. I've been watching him. Not only uh, since UFC start. Uh, the X Factor and uh, Fear Factor, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan, you know. I'm a fan of him. Yeah. Well, I know he's a fan. Probably, probably, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I still a fan. Still a fan of uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, hey, I know he's a fan of yours, man. Do you have any questions for Jake Ellenberger? Um, what is your game plan for uh, for um, for uh, for this? Uh, for uh, Tarek. Uh, I knocked I knock this, knock this kid out in, in, in practice, so you know. Uh, oh, you did Tarek, yeah? And I knocked him out. Wow. When did you knock him out in practice? When, when was that? Uh, back in this when I used to train uh, in, uh, in Team Quest. Ah, and, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, I, I trained at Team Quest quite a bit um, back in the day as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he went hard on me and, uh, and I dropped him in the Cup. Nice. Uh, he, he, start, he, start, he, he went down quick. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, you know, you you throw some applicants on me, all right? Okay. <laughs> you know, like, and I know, I know you applicants are very devastating. So oh, thank I'm you, pretty man. sure, like, you know, some applicants is gonna go, it's gonna land quick. Yeah, for me, for me, just just keeping the pressure on them. You know, we've been, you know, I'm in shape. I'm, I'm ready. I've yeah. been ready to fight for for the last few months now. So excited Ooh, to get back in there. I definitely man. believe that you you got the wing easy. Oh, thanks, brother. Thank and, uh, you. I'm calling second round. And I don't, and I don't, th- and I don't, and I don't like to say things like that. But uh, you, your, your wrestling is is about you better wrestler. You're stronger than him physically. And uh, thank you, brother. And uh, you know, just be on his face. Don't don't give him space because he's gonna, you know, throw kicks, kicks and kicks. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, he, you know, he he doesn't have too much power, so don't be afraid of you know getting hit by him. So just run into him, and um, because you know he doesn't have that power like you say. You know, some some of the guys sometimes when you fight a guy, you say, oh, "Fuck, if I get hit with this guy, you know, from, from this guy, it's gonna knock me out." But you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't have none of that. Gotcha. I see you win that easy. Thanks, brother. It's always a pleasure having you on the show, my man. Yeah, Hector, man. Thanks for calling in, dude. You're one of my favorite guests, if not my favorite, and <laughs> me uh, too. The, the fans, <laughs> the fans every day ask me when Hector Lombard coming back, because uh, they, they love you, man. I'll, yeah, I'll feel myself, you know, doing your show because uh, not only that we have fun and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we we 
we we we talk about we talk about practice and you know we talk about real stuff. And, 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 and one more message to uh, the one ben more message to uh, Ben Askren. <laughs> sure, what's that? As, as soon as soon he signed with the UFC, I gotta be the first one who's gonna call that fight. <laughs> I don't care what, whatever I am, I'm gonna call him up and. So if he signed with the UFC, he better be ready because I gotta be the first online to call him up. Absolutely. Uh, well, we are gonna we are gonna tell him that. And uh, hey, Hector, really quick, um, a, a good buddy of mine trains down there, Mursad, Mursad Bekdik. Uh, oh yeah, it's my boy. Oh man, one of my like a little brother to me, man. Uh, he uh, he grew up in Lincoln wow. in, in Nebraska. We became good friends, and, and uh, we trained together for years. And uh, I'm so glad he's he's making his debut in in Orlando. So that kid, man, he he works so hard. He's such a good kid. I know. I didn't know you guys were close, hey. Yeah, man, it's my boy. I mean, from now on, I'm <laughs> gonna be. Yeah, because you know it's like a hell of a kid. You know, he keep it to himself. He's quiet. Yeah. He's always work hard. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm one of you know like I don't know what to say about that kid, man. That that kid's gonna be something special. Man, he's got. He really is, pal. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's got to go to places, that kid. You know, no doubt. No, I think he'll be a world champ, no doubt. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And um, one more time. Okay, if you guys interview, <laughs> oh, you guys getting get a hold of uh, Ben Askren. <laughs> yeah. You said Ben Askren that, uh, that uh, you already pissed me off. And, you know, when you piss me off, <laughs> I'm mean. So, <laughs> I, I'm really mean with it, man. I'm just like, you know, he talks so much shit. But if he one day he signed up with the UFC, I got to be in his face. Okay. We will definitely tell him that. Hey, brother. Thanks a lot, Hector. You're the best. All right, guys. Later, Thanks, Hector. Hector. Take care. See you guys. All right, our next guest is the VP, uh, and he's the matchmaker of, at the World Series of Fighting Got a big fight coming on this week, uh, putting on a big, a big fight, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. Ali Abdelaziz. Abdelaziz. That's, that's <laughs> not an easy name to pronounce, uh, but I look forward to talking to him. We look forward to talking to him. Let's get him on. Ali's funny too, man. That's my boy. He's a funny dude. Hello. Hello. Uh, is this Ali? Yes, this is Ali. Hey, uh, this is Adam Hunter uh, on the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here with Jake Ellenberger and T-Rex. What up, son? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, can, you guys, can you guys hear me good or no? Yeah, we're good. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, you got uh, con- Congratulations on all your success, man. Uh, you guys are doing great. You got, a, you got a big show this week. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we're very, we've been working very hard and, uh, you know, try to... Stay humble, stay focused, and uh, try to put on great events uh, for you know for the fighter to, to succeed and for the fans to enjoy and and uh, just competing with ourselves every day to put on the best product we can. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, you guys, you guys put on good products. I feel like you guys should get more press. I feel like you guys are underappreciated in the MMA community. Is that I'm, a- getting, I'm, I'm getting attention now, brother, and doesn't mean we're getting press. You, know, you guys, one of the best shows. Uh, I'm a big fan of the show and. And uh, I always listen to it. Oh, thanks. Thank you, by the way. And by the way, uh, uh, the, the, the headliner this week, it's Steve Carl versus Paul Harris, which uh, is going to be interesting. Now, have you told... Now, Paul Harris... <laughs> talk to Paul Harris about... Do you talk to him about <laughs> not letting go of the ankle? 
you know, um, you know, I talked to him a little bit, and um, you know, I talked to his manager, and I talked to Nogueira, and uh, and I've been getting good reports. Uh, you know, he's been a good training partner in the gym. He normally not. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I, I think the last fight in the UFC, I think it was not bad, but the one in New Jersey when he heard the guys, he was bad. Yeah. But, you know, um, listen, we'll give the guy an opportunity. The guy's a monster. Uh, I think he's the scariest guy in MMA to fight because you never know what he's going to do. Uh, but he's a very skillful athlete, uh, uh, you know, great submission artist. And um, I think he got a decent stand-up, you know, uh, but he do one thing so well. Uh, leg locks and knee bars and hill hooks and and he would fight um, and um, but uh, the other hand we got Steve Carroll the guy's uh, I think the odd maker got it all messed up he got him an underdog I don't think he's an underdog he's a champion uh, he's been proven you know he, he finishes guys left and right too and uh, and um, I think a lot of people it might be an upset I think this whole entire card. Uh, if you like to gamble, I don't think you should because I think it's going to be a lot upset on this card. Can you get, can you give us a rundown on who else is on the card? Well, well by the way, uh, Paul Harris said if he wins the belt, he's not going to let go. Just, just, <laughs> just so you know, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you got Yushin Okami is on the card. Nice. Uh, he, which I, I thought Okami he's one of my favorites. Okami, I, you know what? He was he 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 won three out of four fights in the UFC. His last uh, three out of four fights. I don't even know why he beat Hector Lombard, uh, who, who who we just talked to. I don't know why he even got cut from the UFC. That was strange. He beat Mark Nunez. One second, please. He beat Mark Nunez in ranking number seven. He beat Hector Lombard. He beat a lot of guys. And now, mm-hmm. one of the things was he's a really big 185 pounder, uh, great clinch game, and you know, good strike and good uh, you know top game, and. Uh, and you know if the UFC release, we'll take him. You know we we don't we have not cut anybody yet. I'm, I wouldn't say we're gonna cut people, but you know the UFC got a big roster, and sometime you know um, they've got too many guys, and and you know but we took him, and anybody out there that got cut and we think he's good, we're gonna take him. It doesn't mean uh, he's a UFC uh, reject or not reject, but I think every fighter uh, needs to uh, an opportunity to support his family and enjoy what he does, and that's what we're here for. No, I, and, uh, one of one of the biggest, I believe the the biggest superstar world chess fighter and the most talented guy we have is Marlon Marais. Uh, I believe Marlon Marais is fighting for the 135 belt. He's he's the best 135 pounder in the world. Uh, you know, I, I I get the pleasure to see him train and he work out with uh, some of my friends Frankie Edgar and Henry Gracie team and Ricardo Almeida and Mark Henry. The guy is a ninja. <laughs> the guy's like a like they call him Magic Marlin. The guy makes uh, stuff happen inside the cage, outside the cage, and he's very talented. But at the same note, uh, he fought in Josh Rattenhouse. He beat Alexis Vila, and um, and it's gonna be a very very good matchup. So now, but I believe Marlon Moraes is the best 135 in the world. But uh, Josh Rattenhouse have an opportunity to prove everyone wrong, and he won the belt. Wait, so you think Marlon Moraes beats Barrow? I I I think Burrell is an unbelievable champion, so talented. But uh, if you look at you know he's just very much a striker. I don't think he beat Marlon. He would take Marlon Marais down because I think Marlon Marais take down defense is so good. But let's not forget Marlon Marais is a Muay Thai world champion two times. 
I think you know, come to striking department, uh, I, I, I don't think uh, uh, Barral can compete with Marlon on the feet at all. And you think he beats Dominic Cruz and uh, Uriah Faber as well? I believe so too. I, you know, listen, anything can happen in a fight. The oldest of guys are great fighters. I'm a big fan of all of them. But I just, I think Marlon Marais is hungrier. He's 25 years old. He's developing. And uh, he just, he's, he's, he, if he ever watches this guy fight, he, he's like he's watching somebody, like an art. You know, everything he does is so technical and it's perfection. Uh, those are those are very big words. I mean, I you're you're the, you're the promoter and you're the matchmaker. So uh, and I you've already sold me, man. I can't wait to watch this guy. No, he's ridiculous, man. Yeah, he, I've been at like a bunch he, of his fights. There, he's incredible. I mean, that's uh that's that's quite a sell right there. Um, now I we got to ask before we move on, what happened with you and Malky? Uh, because word is that you knocked him out. Uh, you got the fight of the night. <laughs> Um, I'm a big fan now. Uh, what happened? Listen, I'm trying to sign Melvin Galar right now, and he's managed by Malfi. <laughs> you know, like, listen, it's a code, and uh, probably Jake know this, and we all of us, like, grew up with man code. Whatever happened between men, stay between men, you know? And yeah, but we have a little problem, me and Malfi, and, and, and just we now, we're in the pool. I, I don't hold grudges with nobody, but... You know, I go by the man's code. When I, if I do something or he did something to me, that's between me and him. He's going to move on. I believe Dana got a video of it. <laughs> you can ask Dana when you get on your show. Like, fucking, they, uh, him and Lorenzo got a video of this whole thing. But, but I, it, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking to Malky and his brother. I'm cool. I don't have a problem with them. But uh, whatever happened between us is, 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 is man, you know. I'm, you know I, of course, and I, not, and I totally respect that. At, at the same time, this is a podcast, and uh, the, the fans want to know. Uh, here, okay. a, lot, a lot of people know about it just like people know about Vanilla Ice being hung off the balcony by Suge Knight. Yeah, well, Vanilla Ice came out and said that. And, and this was actually in, I mean, it happened like in an elevator or something. Didn't you knock him out in an elevator? So it, Listen, man, like we said, you know, whatever happened between the man, we man. Man doesn't know. It happened, you know. I'm, right. You know, I'm like, listen, I, I, you know, I, you know, I, I like, I'm, you know, I just, just whatever happened, happened, man. You know, I've been competing all my life, you know, you know, I, I went to the Olympics and I fought a little bit of MMA, and and I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. No, but of course not. I, I say, and um, people said me, it was like sugar night, not sugar night, but like this. Where I grew up, if you don't mess with my friends and and my family, we straight. That. If he crosses this line, I think I'll have problems with anybody. He messes with my friends. Not being a tough guy, man, like that. It's just that's the way I grew up. Like I stick to my friends and I stick to my family. Where did you go? Um, where did you go to the Olympics in? Judo. So, so you you grew up where in uh in uh, New York? No, I, I'm originally from Egypt, and I, you know, and I I competed in the Olympics in '96, and after that, I moved to the Colorado Springs to train at the Olympic Training Center, and I stayed there for five years and. I fought in like in small shows, MMA, uh, like like MMA, Ring of Fire, and I fought in K1 Hero one time. And, uh, I is lost. That, is that where you fought Carl you know, Uno? But you know, it's just it's a long. I nah, you know, I'm 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 under Andrew Gracie. That's just who I train under, and I train every day, and um, and just you know, I enjoy my life, man. That's a lifestyle to me. I, no, you're a bad dude, man. I, I, I definitely. I'm would, not, man. I'm not. I, I wouldn't you mess got a bad with you. Dude, guy like Jake, Jake Allenberger and all these guys, it's a bad dude. And by the way, you have a guy on your show, Benil ben Derwish. This guy, I'm telling you, man, this guy's gonna be a. 
he's he's very very good, and I know you guys are talking about him. Mm-hmm. He's my friend, and he's very, very good. Yeah, he came on the show, and uh, Jake trains with him. And I actually wrote recently, I said, everyone follow Benil, because he has like 800 followers or something. And I'm like, I'm like, follow him. He needs to get some tail. And then, <laughs> and then he actually wrote, ha-ha. I don't, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> but he, he's such a nice, polite kid. But he's a killer. You're absolutely right. The guy is a killer. Oh, he is. And, uh, and he's also Middle Eastern, correct? Yeah, yeah. We have this connection between me and him. He's cool, man. Yeah. You know, I, I help him out a little bit, you know. He's a friend, and, um, you know, sometimes he was like, um, just make sure he's taken care of, you know. Well, you know, uh, I like the kid a lot. Nice. You, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, guys, Middle Eastern guys take care of each other. I, 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 come, I wish I was Persian sometimes or, like, uh, <laughs> Armenian or... You were with the Persian girl once, though, right? I was with the Persian girl, okay. yes. I, I, Persian women are great. Mm. They, they give... Uh, uh, yeah, if you look up with a Persian girl, you have to have some money because Persian girls like having money. They do. They, they, they do. They have to have money and you have to own a, a, a razor. But, <laughs> so, you, have, you have to have a Mercedes. It's true, especially out here where I live in, in California, which is a lot of our, our Armenians out here. It would be the Shah of Sunset. Yeah, yeah, the Shahs of Sunset. So, all right, so let's get back. By the way, speaking of, uh, of women, so what's up with the 145-pound division in the World Series of Fighting? Because uh, right now, uh, how many girls do you have? I, I know you guys just uh, signed my, my, uh, my friend. Um, Ashley, Ashley Evans-Smith. Ashley. Yeah, Ashley Evans-Smith. Yes, yes, yes. You Ashley. just signed. Yeah, yes, you know yes. what? I'm, you know... She's going to fight in June. I haven't told her yet, but, you know, I'm trying to sign Cyborg. I'm trying to sign Holly Holmes. I'm trying to sign all the girls. And, um, and if I can sign them, I'm going to sign them. But, you know, uh, you know, it's up to them. I know, I know Holly from a long time. We used to train together in New Mexico. I live in New Mexico with for three years. Oh, wow. And I train with her. She's a, she's a really, I think she's going to be a, a really force in the sport. Yes, yeah, so and I made a proposal to them and their management. I'm just waiting to hear back. Oh, that's great! So that'd be amazing if you guys had a 145 with Cyborg and Holly Holm and and Ashley Evan Smith. That's great. And then right now you have uh, the champion Jessica Aguilar, who's a beast. She is. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. So that that's great. Because awesome. and uh, and by the way, uh, is is Ray Sefo going to keep fighting? Man, Ray, he want me to put him. We have a show plan in August. And he want me to put him to fight. I was like, man, I gotta think about it. But you know, he he want to fight. Listen, I I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say no to him. If you want to fight, he can fight. You know, I like yeah, the guy. Like when you go to the gym, he spar every day, he train every day. He's one of the best human beings you ever met. You can't say no to this guy, and he's tough as hell. Those are all true. But do you ever think about cutting him as a fighter, but keeping him <laughs> on as a promoter? No, he can do whatever he wants. He's my, my partner and he's my brother. I know. I love Ray. You know? uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he is. He came on the show. Ray, Ray, Ray's, Ray's the best. Yeah, he, he, yeah he's the best, man. He, he really is the best. He is a legend. I mean, guys, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a story. It was uh, me, uh, T-Rex, right next to you and Ray. We, we, we see Ray's house. And T-Rex was worried, and he locked himself in. <laughs> do what? You remember T-Rex? What? You locked yourself in in Ray's room. <laughs> I locked myself in. Really? You locked yeah, yourself you in? did. What was this? You're a huh? <laughs> What happened? You locked yourself in Ray's house? You didn't remember? You locked, he said, he said, he said, Ray, Ali's too crazy. I'm locking myself in. You didn't remember? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You put on that freaky mask in the elevator. Do you remember that? You had that old man mask and you were like, come on. I'll show you the video on my phone. It's crazy. Ali's crazy. Yeah. He- <laughs> 
I wish I could see Yeah, we have him, and uh, T-Rex is, uh, he's, honestly, T-Rex is one of the guys really helped us start it more serious, and uh, now he's doing big things uh, with, on your show, and uh, I'm glad for him, too. Well, he's, I, I was telling him before, he's one of the funniest comics around. The guy, the guy kills me, and, 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 you, and, he, and he just booked live at Gotham. Yeah, television show, yeah. And so uh, I'm coming out there this weekend, I think, to hang out with you guys. Yeah, man, we got everybody. We got Dana White coming on. Everybody's coming on to the, to the fight. Oh, that's great. Everybody. Nice. Everybody's coming. Lorenzo's coming. Dana's coming. You, you, uh, we didn't invite anybody from the f***ing guy from Bellator, uh, for sure. They, I will not invite him anytime soon. Yeah, so what happened? So you you made a, a challenge to Bellator where you wanted to have your 10 best guys fight their 10 best guys, and they didn't accept the challenge? They couldn't find 10 good guys. <laughs> this, this guy, they scared. They, they, they scared. This guy, Bijan Rabney, man. We need to get this guy out of the sport, man. This guy is like a... They treat guys so bad down here. They have some great fighters. They also have some great fighters. They put out some great fights too. But the way they treat guys, guys have to to take care from the airport. To, you know, like uh, like you know, Anthony Johnson wants to go to UFC. I said, okay, good luck. You know, what I'm saying I'm not gonna hold anybody against their will. You know, but uh, the way they contract routine, and I just I can't. I, I despise how these these guys run my organization. Uh, but um, would you would you uh, fight Bjorn uh, Rabney? <laughs> Oh man, I, I will, I will, I will, I will let my sister whoop him. My, one of my sister whoop Bjorn Rabney. You know, so you I got, can... my sister's an Olympian. I got two Olympian my sisters. My, I guarantee you, my sister will put up beat on Bjorn Rabney. <laughs> one of my sisters, my young sister too. So one of your young sisters against Bjorn Rabney. Did she Bjorn fight Rabney. MMA? Did she fight MMA? Nah, I, she, she she was a judo player, but I know she will whoop him. Hundred percent, she will. <laughs> she would throw. Yeah, he, he's, 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 you know, he can, you know, a man don't treat people like that. A, a man treat people with dignity and honor and respect, you know? Right. You know? Now, are you guys thinking about getting uh, Melvin Gillard? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've been talking to his management and I've been talking to, I, I, he called me yesterday. We used to be training partners and he called me yesterday, but, you know, Melvin always uh, put on his, you know, he's he's a gamer and, and if I can sign Melvin Galar, I'll be more than happy to have him fight for us. He's exciting. He have a good fan base. And um, he's dangerous, man. He's one of the guys. He can knock you out any time. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy that Bellator said they weren't interested in him. I'm like, I, I, I think he would, he would. Listen, listen, listen. Bellator said we signed a reject. But they, they wouldn't go ahead and sign Garpa region. And they signed, like, uh, what's his name? The heavyweight from California. Tito the Ortiz. Old guy. Tito Ortiz. You know, they they can't make up their mind, man. They cannot make up their mind. They signed T. Ortiz and Rampage Jackson. Both of them coming off, they won them 10. Like, 10 losses and one win between of them. And I don't understand. They need to make up their mind. They need to stick to their gun or just need to fuck up. That's what they need to do. Yeah, and not, to mention, not to mention Rampage is, is running through their whole division right now. I, I'm, I, I think it's a good signing of Rampage, but you can't be a hypocrite. Oh, we don't sign UFC Reject. And he signed Carl Parisian. Or you don't, you know what I'm saying? Or he signed Tito Ortiz. Like, like, come on. Like, are you serious? Just honestly, they just want to say, we signed, uh, some f***ing even reporter said we signed uh, Reject. John Fitch stopped saying we signed him. Okami stopped saying we signed him. You know, we signed good guys. Pajaras was top 15 we signed him. You know? Is it's it a good fighter. Is it true? What, that, what it, happened to Jake Allenberger? Is he sleeping? What's that? <laughs> No, I'm here. <laughs> My man, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, right, just... I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, man. You know, and, um, and I know ben, ben, me and Benny talk almost every other day, and they spar with you, and you always give him some great work. Oh, thanks, you man. Know? No, Benny's awesome, man. That, that kid is going to be a champ, no doubt. I'm, 
I'm gonna come down there and maybe get a little workout with you guys. I'm gonna get whooped, but it's okay. I, no, I mean, I see sometimes. I see on the in the last season of the Ultimate Fighter, Frankie got me. I'm one of the assistant coaches for season 19. And uh, him and Bar- I said Barbosa and Frankie was like, start training. I'm going to start sparring with you. And I started sparring, man, for the six weeks. I got two concussions in six weeks. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. But I loved it, man. It's just, uh, it, it just, it feels good, man. It's just, it feels now, good. It's just... Is, it, is it true that Matt Riddle wanted to sign with you guys because he thought it was the weed smokers of fighting? <laughs> who is it? Matt who? Matt Riddle thought that you guys were the weed smokers of, of fighting, so he wanted to sign with you guys? What what happened with Matt Riddle? Yes, man, I, 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 I want to find him, but the whole thing is the guy's fucking crazy as hell, man. He's like, because he, he said he trained at Extreme Couture and Ray's there every day, and I talked to Ray, but he's not training. One of the things I will never do, I will never sign a guy I know he's not training or he's not ready to fight. I don't care who he is. I don't care if he's got Chuck Liddell coming back and if he's not training, I will not jeopardize his health or his career and not have him fight. And Ray told me he's not training, and I said, dude, like, you cannot be telling me you need to fight in two weeks and you're not training. I will not do that to you. And after that, he went and signed with the Titans. And, you know, I wish him the best of luck down there. And, and if you want to come off later and he's training, and he can come. But, you know, I, I'm just not going to sign a guy Yeah, if not, if not, if not, if not, if not, uh, if not training. Riddle's you know? fighting uh, Pele. You know Pele? Really? The soccer yeah. player? No, not the soccer player, <laughs> Pele. Yeah, yeah. Jose the, Pele. Yeah, Jose Nandes Pele. Nandes he's fighting him for the Titan uh, fighting championship. Wow. This would be a good fight. How, Paley's kind of older, though, right? He's been around. He is. He's I mean, a little bit older, but yeah, he, he's a legend. From he's the a legend. Be, yeah, be, be, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of both guys. Now, um, well, now one of the guys, one, one of the guys you guys have fighting this week, which I'm really happy because this guy. Uh, let me give a little intro. Shane Crutchton is a, fr- a friend of mine. The guy was a uh, marine. Uh, came back. Uh, he was a, 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 a cocaine addict. He was a, uh, he had post traumatic uh, stress disorder. He found MMA, uh, and he's won his last ten fights and lost a hundred pounds. And you guys signed him, and he's fighting this week, which is uh, yeah, man. Cool. One of the things uh, we are a very big supporter of the military. We really are. Like when we go to every event, we get three, four hundred. We never said no to a military member. We go to the bases and. You know, um, you know, I'm not from here, man. But you know, my kids are Americans, and you know, my wife, you know, my wife is, and I really, really appreciate all what they do. You know, they, these guys put their life. What what does this guy do in the cage in the UFC or the OHS? Man, this this guy, they are real warriors. They Shane and all the guys in the Marines and Army and the Navy and Air Force. These guys, they're the true warrior, and uh, and I was so pleased. And you know, and and, and uh, we we signed him because he's such a nice kid. He promote us well. He promotes himself well, and he has an amazing story. And listen, he's a great fighter too. He has a great record, you know. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I'm very very happy. I have guys like that. Yeah. No. His uh, his his last fight. He's actually got a hot Asian girlfriend. I mean, she's sm- uh, wife smoking hot. Nice. Smoking hot. <laughs> and uh, and th- there was some guy on Facebook that wanted to fight him, and the guy was like an Aryan guy, like, hey, you, you're mixing the races, blah, blah, blah. So he beat the crap out of this guy, his like, last fight, his last two fights. This guy, this guy Shane's a real trip, and uh, I know he's listening, and he's a great guy. Um, hopefully, um, are you guys going to do a whole thing on him? Like, uh, uh, did you guys put together like, a, a presentation for him so people can know about that? Not about him being the no, racist guy. He, he has something on NBC Sport, like NBC uh, documentary on NBC Already, I was on television and everything ran. Good. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah. 
you know, NBC did some on him. Which is which is great, and then also Berkman's on the card. Mm-hmm. Josh Josh Berkman. I mean, that, 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 Josh Berkman and Tyler uh, Stinson. I, I, I believe everybody's sleeping on Tyler Stinson. Uh, Jake, I want to I want to get your, uh, your your. What do you think about Tyler Stinson and Berkman? I think it's a good fight. Uh, I was I was actually in the front row when Berkman fought John Fitch, and uh, wow, that was a that was an insane fight too. That was a fun fight to watch, but. Uh, no, I think it's going to be a good fight. Berkman's, you know, he's really, uh, it seems like he's really grown in the last, you know, year or two. But uh, I think it's going to be a great fight. I was surprised that, that, uh, that uh, Steve Carl beat him, though. That was a, that was a pretty big upset. Mm-hmm. He, you know what, what happened? He went for a Peruvian next tie and, and uh, uh, Steve Carl did, and he slipped. And just uh, Josh Berkman got laid in his garden and caught him in a triangle. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it, was, it was back and forth. It was a good fight, but I... I'm very, very high on. I like Tyler Stinson's attitude, and and uh, and I, I really, really look into this fight. I think this is going to be a very, very, very good fight. I think Tyler Stinson now have a great camp. Um, you know, training was in Colorado with Grudge and these guys, and I think these guys are like really good coaches. And um, I'm looking forward to this fight for sure. You got to sign Kevin. One of the Kevin, guys, Kevin Randleman. By I'm going to give you a hit up. The first fight of the night. That might be the best fight. Of this guy named Ozzy is fighting Johnny Nunez. This, this Ozzie, Russian kid, Ozzy Dubgulagov. He's an amazing, amazing fighter. Yeah, he's very, very good. And Johnny Nunez is very tough, too. Uh, also, you gotta, we, we've had uh, Kevin Randleman on the show recently, and he wants to make a comeback. I know he's, 40, <laughs> I know he's 42, and, and he's lost the last couple fights, but he's awesome, and he's angry. Uh, think about it. Kevin Randleman, I'm telling you. Kevin, Hello? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hang up on you yet. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I like, listen, I, I like Kevin Random and I like all this crazy crew, Coleman. Uh, Ryan. Uh, it's funny because, uh, let me tell you a story. Uh, Mark Coleman was, was on BJ Finn when they did the Ultimate Fighter, and he was messing with me every day, and me and him went back and forth. But she's just friendly. I, I respect the guy. And, and uh, he, he showed up in our training session, and he was on BJ Team. And he challenged me to a grappling match. Like, uh, but the whole thing is, he come with a UFC glove. And, uh, and it was funny. You guys, I don't know if they're going to show it on the show or not, but you guys should tune in to watch that. Wait, did you tap Mark Coleman? I'm not, no comment, but it's, it's funny. It was, it was funny. The whole thing is, it was supposed to be a grappling match that he, it didn't end this way, but I can't say it anymore. I don't want to be in trouble. Man, you got to, and then, and then, uh, what about Tanya Irvinger? I, I know that, uh, she said that you haven't called her back. No, I, listen, I, she, I, I, I respond to her on Twitter. And she's advocate. like, she's scared and all this kind of stuff. I love her attitude, by the way. I think she's awesome, but. I, one of the things I don't like doing, I, I don't like sign people. Like one of the things better to do, they sign guys and don't give them a fight. Right. And after that, they they, they shove them for a long time. And I don't want to do that. I I want to when I sign somebody, I want to have a fight for them ready to go. Uh, because we already have too many guys under the rust, and I want to make sure everybody's happy. But she'll get she'll get she'll give it a shot. And if I can't fight, she can make one thirty five. Maybe I can I can make this fight right on the air. She can fight Ashley if she wants to make, if she wants to cut the weight. Right, to make one forty five. I think she can make it. Oh, well, she had to she yeah. had to go up. Have you thought about maybe having a female heavyweight division? <laughs> you know what? I will not mind doing it at all because if you watch the Russian Sambo World Championship this weekend, you see some of their females, bro. 
So uh, they they will make me nervous fighting them. That's how they tough as hell. Like Fedor in a wig. Or like a Dallas Cowboys? Or... No, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think you should do it. I think the uh, female heavyweight division. Listen. Jake, you wouldn't watch that? Big, oh, I would for sure. Big, big, <laughs> big, woman, big woman you'd love to. Big woman you'd love to. Everybody big woman do need love too. That's very true. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Ali, thank you uh, for coming on our show, man. Uh, World Series of Fighting this Saturday night. World Series of Fighting 9, baby. On NBC <laughs> Sports. It's also going to be online, right? You can watch it online, the uh, prelims. You can watch the prelim on NBC, NBCSport.com. And uh, if any of you from Vegas, you can come. We got hockey guys in the front row seat. I'm going to keep you to that. I'm coming out there. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, You're going to probably be working helping, brother. That's probably true. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably be backstage. You're right. <laughs> well, thank you, yeah. so, thank you so much, man. And keep up the great hey, work. Man, thank you so much, man. It's an honor being on your show. I'm a big fan for many years, and I really, really appreciate having you. Thank, thank you. Uh, Ali, thanks, Thank you, T-Rex. Thank you, thank- Silent Jake. I'm going to call you Silent you, Jake. Jake. Silent Jake. Thank you. Silent Thanks Jake. for coming on, my man. Later, Ali. <laughs> All right, man. Bye. All right, we're back. Uh, some other. That was. That, I liked Ali. He was good. Good interview. Great he's, guy. He's a good guy. Good energy, man. Good. Great energy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Great energy. Uh, some good stuff going on. Uh, so Gina Carano says she's open to coming back. Um, and uh, she, yeah, I, we all know the joke that I'm thinking about making. Right. However, it's going to be edited out of the show anyway. So just make it to yourself. But um, so, yeah. Now, I know that uh, look, I like Gina Carano. Who doesn't like Gina Carano? Uh-huh. But I don't think her and Ronda Rousey would be a competitive fight. No. no. We can all Rousey, agree to Rousey that. would destroy her. Mm-hmm. Now, Jake, I saw destroy. a picture on Instagram of you training with Ronda recently, boxing. Mm-hmm. Now, what was it? Shadow boxing, or what was that exactly? Yeah, it's just a warm-up drill. Uh, you know, um, Edmund, our coach, he's a fantastic striking coach. Good strategy guy, too. Um, yeah, just a warm-up drill. You know, it's kind of like you, you're hitting the shoulders. It gets you to move your shoulders more, move your head. But, uh, yeah, it's a fun warm-up drill. How's, how's her boxing, and how's her striking? It's good. She's, I mean, she just continues to get better. You know what I mean? I think one of the things that really has impressed me about Rhonda is she works so hard. You know what I mean? I think uh, it's Saturday morning we were, we were training, and she had, they were filming all night the uh, Entourage movie. And she's like, uh, you know, I've slept an hour or two. And she's in training at the gym from 10 to noon. And, and wow. in my mind, I'm like, why are you, know, why are you even here? And, and she's like, oh, this, I, this is the only time I could, I could get training in. And so that really kind of shows how hard she works. That's one no. thing that really impressed me about her. Now, Edmund said she's, she, she drops WC champions, WBC champions at the gym. Mm-hmm. Is that really happening? I've seen, I've seen her drop a, a, a W, I forget, a boxing champ. I have seen that. And, and I've seen it. The only time that I, saw, that I watched him spar, I did see her drop a girl. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the legit. That's yeah, not that's her, that's not a joke. That's just yeah. her hyping. That's not him hyping. Um, now, uh, also, he, we talked about Melvin Gallard. Melvin said he's happy that he's out of the UFC because now he can make more money somewhere else. Um, mm. His friends are concerned he's back on drugs. Um, <laughs> I mean, is he going to be stripping Magic Melvin? I, I mean, where, where do you where do you see that? Is this going to happen? Is that well, possible? Where's he going to go at? First of all, Bellator, you think? Or? Well, Bellator said that they're not, they're not interested in him. Not, not interested. Not in interested. Him. Which is man, Melvin's an exciting guy to watch. And I would you know love to mean? see like Melvin versus the the winner. Or I mean, he had to get there in the tournament. But I mean, what you're telling me that Melvin Gallard uh, versus Michael Chandler versus Eddie Alvarez wouldn't be a great fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be, those guys have speed up the wazoo, and uh, <laughs> come on, come on, that would be a great fight. 
And, you know, Melvin has a shot against any of those guys, too. I mean, a focused... I don't, even, I don't know why Melvin got cut. I don't think he should have... Because the fight against Ross Pearson, he was looking great. He was dominating Ross Pearson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess maybe because he's so inconsistent and because he's now making comments like, I'm going to make more money, you know. But really, is he going to make more money? I mean... He has lost a bunch of fights, though. Yeah, I believe, I believe he's 2-5. and five. It's two and Before five. His exit in the last. Well, that's why he got cut. All right, thank you. That's uh, thank you for. I guess. Well, that's what Dana said. So I'm. I'm not. Nah, yeah, you know what I mean. I haven't researched Melvin. I, that's what Dana said. So two and five. Let's, in his uh, last seven. Well, his yeah, last he, seven. He lost to Cowboy. He mm-hmm. lost to Jim Miller. Didn't he lose to Jim Miller? Uh, yeah, I think. He did. I believe so. And then he lost to. What's well, he, he, he lost his last fight to Michael Johnson. But before that, I thought he was beating Ross Pearson. Uh, but that was a noted contest because of a illegal knee, I think it was, or some kind of something Wait, happened there. And in my mind, how do you, you know, you're going to go to another organization and claim to make more money? What's, you know, yeah, what, he what was. Is your, where's your. Uh, Out of the gate. Yeah, he lost to Michael Johnson. Ross Pearson was a no contest. He beat Mac Danzig, destroyed Mac Danzig. He lost to Jamie Varner. It was a close fight. I, I, th- I actually thought that was a very close fight. Split decision. Mm-hmm. Lost Donald Cerrone. Beat Fabricio Camos. Lost Jim Miller. Lost Joe Lozon. Joe Lozon. Before that, he beat Shane Roller, Evan Dunham, Jeremy Stevens, Waylon Lowe. So, he, you know, he's a very streaky fighter. You could definitely justify him, mm-hmm. him uh, you know, so him getting cut. I could see it both ways. Although he's in every fight, you know. That's except for you know, Donald Cerrone. He wasn't in a couple fights. But I don't know. I, I like Melvin Gallard. I don't know how he's going to make as much money somewhere else. I, I, I don't see that. I've seen him at the World Series. World Series of Fighting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be a good place for him. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. he, would, he would, I think he would do well. Uh, this week in Bellator, uh, actually, Friday night, there's good fights. Uh, Alexander Slomenko was taking on Brennan Ward. Have you ever trained with Slomenko, Jake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have. You know, there's, there's been a... A lot of the Russians have used to come down to rain and train, and, and we've had some we have some we've had some some battles in the gym. Mm-hmm. How was some it? Tough Russians, you know they're good. They're all they're all just so durable. You know what I mean? Like you can you can hit them, take them down. They just they're just not going to stop <laughs> moving. You know what I mean? But yeah, me and Shlomenko, man, we got into it a couple times. Are there people that you can't hit and take down? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> so everyone's durable, no? No, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, the, the the Russians are something. You know, yeah, they, they have something about them that's like. They're, they're extremely mentally tough. Yeah. Not just standing in line for bread. I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, how are you, you're not really going to intimidate a Russian. Right. I mean, <laughs> you, that's what, that's what uh, John Roy is a very funny comic. He talked about like these Eastern European basketball players, like some of these like, like, like black athletes or like black players, like, hey man, talking jive to him, like, man, you don't want none of this. And the guy's like, my entire country got blown up last year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what are you going to say to that guy? Right. <laughs> you know, it's, this is very true. Also, uh, Kendall Grove is taking on Brett Cooper. Uh, I love Kendall Grove. Uh, he's he actually asked me to roast him. He's like, "Dude, when are you gonna roast me?" I finally roasted him, and then he was like, Jeez. "My life is complete." Uh, so, have you trained with Kendall? Yeah, you know, I, I like both these guys. Kendall, I've trained with him quite a bit. Uh, good friend of mine from Hawaii. Um, awesome guy. And Brett trains down at Rain. You know, another guy I've, tra- I've trained with extensively. Uh, Extremely tough, tough guy, but uh, it's hard because both these guys are my friends, you know what I mean? And it's like, I hope the best for both of them. Who do you you think wins? Damn, really, Adam? (laughs) Um, Not to put you on the spot or anything, but which one of your friends is going to get their ass whooped? (laughs) I think it's going to be a good fight. I think, you know, it's going to come down to strategy, you know, 
who sticks to their strategy more, better. You should be a politician, man. I'm telling you. Jake, vote for Jake Ellenberger for president. I mean, at least you don't have to worry about him getting fornicated. Yeah. You are so, I, I mean, you're such a polite way of saying things. And then I ask you the question, and then I zone out because I'm like, wait. Then I go, wait a minute. I didn't hear an answer. There's no answer here. Uh, it's just, you're very good that at talking was me in dancing circles. around the question. Yeah, right all right. There. So, anyway, all right. It'll be a great fight. It will be a great way. fight. I hope Kendall wins. I don't, I don't, I don't know this other guy, Brett Cooper. I don't really, I know I've seen him fight, but yeah. I, Kendall personally, I know, and uh, he's, sure. he's, a good, he's a good dude. We had a, we had a fun, we were at a, one of, it was one of BJ Penn's. Uh, training camps in Hawaii, and and every morning we'd wake up and we'd go out to uh, Sandy's, this beach in, in Hawaii, and, and, and hit the waves. And, and Kendall, we just a fun guy, man. We had so much fun in Hawaii. And, his wife and, is smoking too. I seen his wife. I have seen her. Yeah, she's oh, she's beautiful. super cool too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. forget it, but cool. I, I, <laughs> you should go on the Bachelor, the ba- the Bachelor Ella Murger. If somebody can Photoshop that. He's such please. a sweetheart. Oh, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't go for the draws right away. So, so my ex-girlfriend texted me recently. Uh, that, that 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 did not go well. Did you come back? Did you come across my blanket again? No, no, we, we didn't. Actually, we, they, they didn't put that in the show. But uh, oh man! But it was like what happened was after we had Jade Bryce on, mm. I posted a picture of me and Jade on Facebook uh, promoting oh, no. the show. I mean, look, obviously I'm not hooking up with Jade Bryce. She has a boyfriend, and uh-huh. I don't think I can get her anyway. And uh, <laughs> and whatever. So then she then of course like. My ex-girlfriend writes, oh, uh, congratulations or some, some, or some kind of thing or like go at them or some kind of obnoxious like right. backhanded <laughs> thing. And then uh, balling or some, something's ridiculous. So then, so then I, I like, she writes you back. She goes, uh, she, you know, she just starts going off on me on I, – I, I, I get this thing like, okay, you know. Oh, man, I should just read them. You think trashy girls are hot? First of all, she's not trashy. She's uh, at all. She's, you know, that's so gross. Well, good luck being with someone who loved you more than I did. You, you know, you're gross posting this on Facebook. And I, I wrote back like, look, there are a lot of, you're out of your mind. That girl's a ring girl for Bellator and she was guesting the podcast. She's a well-known figure, has a boyfriend. And she it, just texts back, we're not together. Yeah, we haven't been together for a, a year. <laughs> well, you should have texted back. It's like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. That drove her crazy. Oh God! And then it just goes on. Then she's like, "You, you know, you are so shallow. Why would you post that on Facebook? Like, like, like give me a, like, come on. You gotta be." So then I, I, or just text in. You wonder why we're not together. That's what I said. I go, "Thank you for reminding me why we're not together." <laughs> that's awesome. And then it just went off, off, like literally dun, fifty dun, dun. more. How did she respond to that? Uh, she goes. She goes. Look, I'm dating a guy now who um, has a great job with uh, with lots of work to do, yet never looks at his phone for more than a minute in the middle of the night out. Does his, does his extra work after and makes me a priority and doesn't talk about himself as much as caring more what I have to say. I, 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 you should have been like, is he texting his ex girlfriend right now? I, I should have been like, what's his number, right? right. So, so, but but it was. You're like, yeah, give it a few, give it a few months. Yeah, and then and she goes and she and then never tells me you're insecure. I was like, oh, so that it just went went on and on and on. So then, right, so this goes on for like fifty more texts, and then finally she goes, uh, she writes me back three days later. I'm sad that you hate me, smiley face, like frowny face, <laughs> like if, like. And then I wrote back, I don't hate you, which I don't hate her. 
I, I, I love her. I, I do. I love my ex-girlfriend. I love her as a person. I just, I can't. Which one is this? Uh, I don't know. But the thing is, I just can't. I mean, have I met her before? Yeah, you have met okay. her. I just I can't be with someone who's just going to be just a jealousy, you know? Yeah. She'd say things like, I am so much better looking than your ex. And I'm like, I know. I trade it up. Wait till you see my ex-girlfriend. You know? But I mean, I mean seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's jokes, jokes, jokes. But I, I don't know. Have you ever dealt with that, Jake? A crazy ex-girlfriend? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, you know, for me, it's really, yeah, it's really simple. I always, I always say something sarcastic and, and make it way worse. But <laughs> most of my exes either hate me or they're trying to get back together. So, hmm. and that, and for me, it's like, you know, have have, have, have you noticed as a fighter after you win, a lot more chicks want to have sex than after you lose. <laughs> you know, there's definitely a lot more attention. Yes, a lot more. Let's hang out. What do you do? You know that kind of thing. Now, now do you, do you text them back like where like like. You're not going to be here if I lose, or after, uh, or like, where were you in the? I mean, did you ever like say that? Like, not really. I, I mean, it's funny because you, you get a lot of messages and a lot of texts um, when you when, when you know when you're in the spotlight, and it's like, you know, it, I get I get people from, from I went to high school with. You know what I mean? Text like sending me messages on Facebook, and it's like, we weren't friends in high school. Why would we be friends now? You know yeah, what I mean? it's, it's it, but it's funny. It, it's. Billy Burr has had a great joke about that, how like in L.A., how like women in general, it's like, it's like you run a marathon and at the end they all want to celebrate. The girls come out of nowhere, we won, we did it, we did it. It's like, we did it. Where were you for the 26 point, like seven miles that I just ran? And that's, you know, I feel like a lot of times with, with fighters and uh, it, with yeah, comedians, I, after Leno, I got, our last comic standing, they all came, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, yeah. What, what, Adam, we did how it. About, how about the words of encouragement when I was struggling like a son of a bitch? What about the 15 years when I was right. uh, giving out flyers in the street and, and you didn't want to know me? And now all of a sudden, hey, you know. Uh, I, I knew you'd be someone so And then they go, you've changed. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've changed. Really? Yeah. You know me. I mean, yeah. do you ever get how do you, how do you deal with, like, as comics? You know what I mean? Like, you guys are both hilarious, but, I mean, as soon as you start, like, getting people, you know what I mean, one day, like, you could just blow up in, like, a day, like, you know what I mean? How does that, I don't know, how do you, how do you deal with that? Uh, you know, I think the, the stage always humbles you because you're always in front of a crowd, and they'll give you five minutes of them laughing, and then it's like, you have to be funny, but they'll tell you how unfunny you are real quick. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, 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 kind of like the gym for you. It's like, you can't go into the gym with a big ego, like, oh, I just won. You'll get taken down in three seconds, <laughs> yeah. you know, by, some, some, by Benny or some young, hungry kid. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what comedy is. Uh, but I, I think it's like anything else. You have to prioritize and just keep people out of, you have to almost have tunnel vision in the comedy community or in, any, in anything, I think, if you want to be successful, you have to weed out the haters and weed out the people that want to celebrate with you. It's like Kevin Randleman said. It's like your friends aren't the ones to tell you how great you are. It's the ones yeah, that... Yeah, your true friends will tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that couldn't be... I feel like comedy, too, is like... And again, I don't know anything about comedy, but I feel like it's such a... It's so black and white, you know what I mean? Like, you guys have to deal with, like... A, you know, just just dealing with fail, failure, or you have a bad, you know, bad set. But it, it's like if I have a bad day in the gym, it's like it, you know, whatever. Well, you know, next workouts later that day or something. But it's probably a lot more impactful with. with I think it's the other way because, like, I could have a bad set and the next night or an hour later have another set. Mm-hmm. Whereas as a fighter, like you haven't fought in eight months, so mm-hmm. you have to wait eight months before 
You get you on redeem yourself. I mean, we get I get instant gratification, almost to the point where I have to stop going on social media because that's instant. I write a joke and I get like, <laughs> I look how many retweets did I get? How many people favored it? And that's even more. <laughs> it used to you have to wait till the nighttime to tell a joke. Now I could do it at any time and get people from Australia who are up at four o'clock in the morning because of yeah. the time zone tell me hilarious mate or a great gag and, and uh, almost to the point where I have to like like. Uh, Evan right now, the reason you don't hear DJ right now, he's at meeting, but Evan was like, hey, have you tried out Tinder? And I'm like, dude, I, I do not need any more social media distractions. I, between Facebook and Twitter. Especially one that pays and, off like Tinder. Instagram. And, and now, like, I, I write a joke, I have to update it on seven different things. You know, and plus, MMA community is so like <laughs> desperate for jokes that they're like, oh, tell us, tell us. Uh, I mean, I'll have people go, I, you know, I, I'll never forget one of the greatest most weirdest things was Stefan Struve when he was in the hospital going, dude, I can't feel my, my, I'm, I'm on muscle, you know, whatever. I'm on painkillers. I'm depressed. Make me laugh. And he's in, he's in Sweden, right? In a hospital. I'm like thinking of a joke for him. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to be like the court jester of the make, but it's also a lot of times mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to be like, I have to get a life. I, I can't, I have to have, I want to have a family. Uh, I have to get a, get a girlfriend. I have to, I want to get a, a sitcom and a TV show and a movie I wrote. I can't spend all my time, mm-hmm. you know, making jokes about, about Diego Sanchez missing his, uh, getting food poisoning. It's just, I have to <laughs> get a life, you know? So I don't know. I don't even know what the f- my point was, man. Anyway, so how, what else could we talk about? I don't know. Any, any T-Rex? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about my son's jujitsu class that starts in an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, snap. Nice. All right, so <laughs> finally. All right, so Weidman, uh, Chris Weidman, and Machida got postponed to July. Weidman's out, huh? He's out, but, but I think they're scheduling the whole match to July 5th. As a, mm. And a new main event will be announced for 173. What do you think the main event's going to be? I have no idea. <laughs> Pat Cummings versus, uh, <laughs> who do you think it's going to be? Rousey versus Carano. Really? No. <laughs> that, that, that might be it. So, uh... Yeah, I don't even know. Mm. It, it just depends who who's available. Power. I well, know it, I know it. And then finally, the... Who, who was uh, the co-mate event of that show? I think it was uh, Stipe versus uh, Dos Santos. They could make that the headline. That right? could be. Really? Potentially. I don't know. I think that, that's enough to headline a card. And then finally, uh, we'll talk about Will Chope. Have you heard about that? What's that? Have you heard about Will Chope? No. Okay, so we'll talk about this. Any relation to DJ Shrope? No. Will <laughs> Chope was supposed to fight Diego Brandown at UFC oh, Fight okay. Night 38, mm-hmm. but he was in the military and uh, got t- discharged for beating his wife. Uh, what branch do you know? Uh, I think he was in the Army. Okay. And he went to a military jail for five months, I believe. The Brig. Ooh, the Brig. Is that what they call the Brig? Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, so it came out on Friday night, this happened, or Thursday night it came out, and um, it, they, they took him off the card. They said, uh, you know, I'm not going to video beater. of him, his fight against his wife, and he wasn't impressive? Yeah, it was on Fight Pass. No, 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 that was, no, they took him off, they, they took him off the card because they just said, uh, they said, we, we don't want a guy who beat his wife. And a lot of people were upset about that. Because some people said, good, you know, the guy's a scumbag, Will Chode, blah, blah, blah. Other, other people said, look, it happened five years ago. Uh, he, everyone deserves a second chance. You know, he did serve the military. 
and people were arguing with Dana all the time about it. People were on, and Dana was firing back. Sorry, we don't. We're not. We're not going to have wife beaters on the thing. Will Cho made a made a statement on Facebook and said, uh, "Look, uh, you know, because of what happened, I was young. I wasn't ready to be married. My ex wife." fabricated some of the stuff but it's already yeah. been whatever and I'll deal with it I think the reality the hard part of the whole situation too is you don't know what's true and what's not you know what I mean at the end of the day women can exaggerate they can say things you know because they, they're going to react emotionally and it's like well one thing could be true but three or four others couldn't be so you, the, we, we really don't know what the truth is well, supposedly he threatened her with a, 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 a knife and it was this whole thing and I mean look does everyone deserve a second chance Yes, to me. Yes, I mean not, not not everyone actually. I don't think Hitler deserves a second chance, or uh, certain people out there. You know, Jeffrey, child G- Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. child molesters. But if you serve your time, and then do you deserve a second chance to fight? I mean, we're talking about fighting here. You know, and it seems like, uh, you know, is should he be a teacher or should he should be a he be a, a, a women's counselor? I mean, <laughs> maybe probably not. So, I. I have mixed feelings about this. You know, I understand though that you're you can't set a bad precedent because if you say that Will Chode can fight, then what about the next guy who beat up two of his wives? Or you know, or you have to kind of put a line, and mm-hmm. maybe this is the line. Yeah, unfortunately, he he was made an example. Yeah, and uh, you know, the whole thing it, it, it sucks, but it sucks that he did it. And I the joke I was trying to make a joke about it, but I have to be very careful with my jokes because you know when you do jokes concerning you know people abusing their wives or beating their wives or, or rape, it sets off a lot of flags. And especially you know Twitter is not a comedy club, so sometimes you get away with more at a comedy club, being it being in context, and people can take things out of context on Twitter, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden start a. a Huge firestorm at and who, a coffee shop or something. Oh yeah, who needs that? Who needs that? So the joke that I wrote was <laughs> that uh, you know you're in bad shape when Diego Brandao is a good role model, <laughs> you know. So that was the sort of I mean that's the guy that threatened. Didn't he threaten to stab? He said he wanted to stab his last opponent. I think so. It was uh, with Brad Pickett. Poirier. Uh, Poirier. Poirier. Dustin Poirier, right? So then Dustin Poirier wrote something on Twitter like I'll beat you up again to Diego Brandao. So anyway, that was that. And then finally, Dana White's text messages, uh, uh, his, his tweets, ha- they've been very funny. So uh, I always enjoy reading these. I love how he responds to so many You're an people. Egg. And so, they're, they're so funny. So somebody writes, uh, Mike Fisher writes, Dana White, I'm dropping $60 every other week on pay-per-view. Having some kid from a slum blow a shitty horn to end the round just ain't cutting it. And he writes back, shut up, stupid. So that was, uh, that was, that was one of his things. <laughs> shut up, stupid. <laughs> And then some guy, some guy who's, uh, whose name is uh, Dana writes, this ref is horrible. Sucks when you get a guy who does dumb shit. I take a point for holding shorts. That was during the um, Norman Park fight. Right. And then Cito the Whistler goes, Dana White, your whole product is turning into a disgrace. Used to like watching it, but it's getting boring. Awful fight cards. And then he writes to the Whistler, whistle your ass out of here. <laughs> And then some guy, SFL, some guy, SFL is awesome, writes, Dana, uh, some, guy, some guy goes, Dana writes, no doubt the ref ruined that fight, but Norman did not fight the third round like he needed to finish. And SFL writes, he shouldn't have needed it, you bald f- Oh uh, my God. Uh, which we might have to beep. Stop pandering to scumbag Brazilians and cancel their shitty cards. And Dana White writes, Dana White writes, when you have a thousand tweets and 13 followers... <laughs> It means no one gives a shit what you think. Stop wasting everyone's time. 
Oh, then he had a funny one when he when he tweeted after after I signed a new agreement. He said, "Great day, I signed new deals with Ellenberger and Hendricks." And somebody goes, two of the." And it was a picture of Dana and I. And somebody goes, two of the biggest heads I've ever seen." And then Danny goes, "Take a look at your nose and teeth. Holy shit! Now that's big." <laughs> On Twitter. Dude, the, the fact that like this, he's responding. I mean, recently Dana said that his company's worth three point five billion dollars. The UFC's is, is, is worth. Damn. And um, the fact the fact that like the president of a company that's worth that is on Twitter <laughs> saying this to people is hilarious. Uh, I mean, it's so funny. Somebody actually there was like there was a somebody that was grapes. Like their profile was them being grapes. Or like Dana, you suck. And then Dana Rose, LOL, you're a bunch of grapes. Hashtag sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're going to have Dana on next week. Next uh, week. It's going to uh, be a great show. I can't wait to talk to him about this whole Twitter, why he does this. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just the funniest thing I've ever – I mean, there, I've never heard of a president before it's probably like, this. But it's probably like a lot like uh, your, a lot of your jokes on Twitter. Like he'll get a lot of – you know, good feedback, and then there's a few that are like, "You suck" or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm sure you get it. And he just chooses to respond to the, you know. Oh yeah. Go after you know, but I'm, I'm sure oh, you know he probably gets a lot of. Yeah, he has three point two point five million people yeah. following him. The fact, the fact that he's like, the fact that he looks and goes, <laughs> "You're an egg." <laughs> You're an egg. <laughs> he called someone. Uh, my favorite was clown shoes. <laughs> call someone clown shoes. Clown shoes. Clown, the best. The best. So, I mean, so funny. Anyway, so uh, that's our podcast today. Anything you want to promote, Jake and T? I do actually. I just joined. I just teamed up with the uh, Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund, so we're going to be wearing them on my assets for my next fight. And uh, so we partnershiped in really trying to just really create more awareness of what, what they're doing. It, it's a charity. For, um, it's a they're a military support group, basically for uh, a lot of the military who's had traumatic brain injury or um, PTSD. And they're basically building these centers um, that are they're they're a nonprofit that basically is building these centers to help treat a lot of the military um, wounded and stuff like that. It, it just they've kind of taken their own angle on being more supportive and, and being a lot quicker than than the VA and a lot of the government works. But uh, they're doing a, they're doing a great job. They, they get a lot of good donations and stuff. So we're trying to we just partnered up with them and uh, you know really to to create more awareness of, of what they're doing. Good stuff. Thank you. That's Thanks awesome. for doing that, man. Thanks for being. By the way, thank you for serving. People don't know that Jake was in the military. Thank you for your service. Uh, T Rex. I wish I had something that was like heroic sounding, like what Jake <laughs> just said. But I'm, I'm probably just going to go to WSOF this weekend and just hang out there and uh, jackass around with Steve Carl. <laughs> nice. Uh, I will be at the Comedy Spot in Phoenix this week. Uh, next Saturday, I'm at the John Lovitz Comedy Club in L.A. Uh, they're doing another comedy tour, by the way, for the military. Uh, actually, I talked to a bunch of fighters doing another one, a really? fighter tour. Hey, weren't we uh, supposed um, to go somewhere early? We this are, year? but they're not doing comics anymore. They're, they're just doing fighters. The, the, the comics were too like offensive. But if I do another military tour, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you. Um, so, and then you got in trouble last time, but that's a whole separate thing. They said, oh, that, they said that you were dr- you, you were drinking. Oh, that was what's that's Dugar. 
Okay, well, someone else. Yeah, like was... five years ago, if the, if the kids that are coming back from the Middle East want to buy me a beer while I'm on stage, right? they're like, "Yeah, we love you." They gave me a beer, and then I get a call from Dugar, or yeah, the next day saying, "You know, you're not allowed to drink." It wasn't stage. me. It was. I'm not. I'm just telling you what, I, what I was know, told to me. I know it was Dugar. All right. And he so called me and he was like, "You're not allowed to drink on stage." I was like, "Dude, if a 19 year old kid who's seen his best friend get blown to bits wants to give me a beer, I'm going to drink it. I'm not going to say no, dude." Yeah. 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 I took it. No arguments there. Uh, say you're shut up. You're an egg. You're an egg. <laughs> Sour grapes. <laughs> so AdamHunter.com, uh, MMA Roasted, Adam Comedian. Uh, follow me uh, on Instagram, Adam Comedian. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Thank you, Fox Sports. Thank, thank you, Fox, Fox Sports. Sports. Thank you, Evan, for filling thank in. Thank you, DJ Shrove, for not saying a lot. Thank you. <laughs>